Dark Tales presents Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. This is Chapter 5, Living on the Edge, which I really wish we could use that song, but I can't afford the chili peppers. Uh, hello, everybody. I am your Dungeon Master, <laughs> Kelly. I use he and him, and I'm excited to be back in wild space after an extended delay. Uh, thank you for your patience while I was recovering. I think I was recovering from my, my COVID shot or something. I was real out of it. And uh, and it was Mike's yeah. anniversary and a couple of other things. We were just I like, nah, we're okay. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you had COVID as well. And it was just, it was a big thing. But thank you. We're back. Um, this is the the only game that we are running in November, though, because we all have a bunch of like trips and holidays and, and other things planned. But we're going to be running a bunch uh, in December to get you caught up on spell jamming lore. Uh, anyway, we're going to be hopping into game in just a minute. But before that, I want to pass around and let everyone introduce themselves to you. Uh, so uh why don't we go ahead and start with the the moistest of us uh mool wow I, I, I hate that i really don't like that wow that's <laughs> awful thank you for that. Hi, i'm amy um my pronouns are she her or they them and Sorry. i am playing mool plava the uh plasmoid barbarian of the depths um they're more like gelatin than moisture okay there's say. always room for m you lj plava i don't know <laughs> i don't even know all right um, i'm excited for this glad to be back in the blue so nice um all right so now that we've done with daba ding daba dying do you have any any fun announcements any exciting things um no not really i'm excited for like to have vacation in a week Nice. Yeah, that's going to be good. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Let's pass over to Krista. Also, oh, Krista, before we pass it to you, though, um, happy birth. It's your birthday. Yay! I'm officially in my late happy 30s. Birthday. Thank whoop, you. Whoop. Yay. I mean, yes. you're a hippo. You start uh, You start over <coughs> again, right? That, that, sure. Yeah, that's totally how that works. All right. Uh, and know. as a birthday <laughs> present, I am going to give you a point of inspiration. Oh, thank you. I will, I will try to find a notepad through the tiny visor I have to make a note of that. Um, but hi, I'm Krista. Yeah, it's my birthday today. Uh, thanks, guys. Um, and I've already played one game today, and I'm play, I played a game yesterday, and so my whole weekend is just gaming, and it's freaking great, and I'm here for it. And then I'm going to go play board games and card games today with my partners, so I'm very excited. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's gonna uh, but be. I, yes, I'm. I'm Krista. I use they, them, or she, her pronouns. This is um, Francis, uh, and they use they, them pronouns. When so, I remember what pronouns I need to use for them. <laughs> I see. Uh, they, they don't even know. They don't even know. Uh, they don't even know. Uh, but you know what I do know is that they're locked and loaded. Don't forget that they have a gun now. They do have a gun now. And that uh, they we're going to be using. Aren't good with, but just happen to roll that. No, no, they have proficiency with. No, but I'm still, my dex is trash. I have really good oh, okay. strength. So my actual, like, fire fire gunning ability is not good. If you do fire something guards. cool enough, I'll allow, you, I'll allow you to use strength and firearms. You just, like, pistol punch them? It, it's it's like, uh, what what movie was that where they bend the bullets? Oh, Wanted? Yeah. <clears throat> That's uh, speaking, one, so it just goes harder. <laughs> That's right. So speaking of wanted people who go harder. Hi, Mike. <clears throat> what? So uh, hi. hi, everyone. It's me, Michael, and going with he, him pronouns. And I'm back once again as Rec Felnar, the greatest 
penny pinching uh, red goblin monk this side of, I would say Elos, but we're not sure what happened to Elos. So here I am on a ship with my friends. With your friends. Um, all right. Any fun announcements, Mike? Uh, you can find me when I'm not here having fun over on Precarious's channel. Also having fun with another uh, boat full of pirate types. They're they're a little less weird. No, they're twice as weird. No, the weirdness is about equal. Okay, that's good. I'd hate for them to be weirder than us. That would be kind of rough. Yeah. Mm. Nice. And uh, all right, let's pass over to Millie. Oh, hi. It's me, Millie. Uh, I am Bunny Hearted in the chat, and I love all of you. My root and tune pronouns are she and her or they and them. I'm a little sleepy and headachey today, so unfortunately that means no wig, and I'm really excited for this game. I've been hyped for this for like for like the whole week. I'm I'm really excited to get back to Spelljammer. It's a fun I got game. my Moomin dice ready to roll. Ooh. Seriously, they're all so cute. They got little Moomins on them. Uh, any fun announcements or anything that you'd like to make besides just being happy um, here? I mean, it's it's almost my, I guess it's slightly past my two years streaming anniversary and I'm doing a whole party to celebrate next weekend. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Pretty exciting. I was hoping for that. Yeah. Oh, has it already been two years? Wow. I know, Time right? Flies. You've done a lot of great work. Uh, how long has, has Dork Tales been Dork Tales? Uh, it's like Dork... at least a, a year longer than me, I think. So we just celebrated four years with this extra life. So okay. That's and then the first amazing. year was barely a thing, really, right? We, we so, got a party. We got to do Dorktales parties. Let's Dorktales go. five. Dorktales five. Next year is gonna, is gonna five, be a big, big one. one. Yeah. Next okay. Year, well, I'm here for it. Literally. We're gonna we're gonna have all of our friends. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna invite everybody from everywhere. We're gonna run a night. Gonna gonna run a thousand games, Morty. <laughs> Let's do it. 20, 20 minutes, one thousand games. Let's go. Twenty minute oh twenty God. minute adventures. Twenty minute adventures. A thousand twenty minute adventures. It'll be great. In and out, nice and easy. 16 campaigns later. Um, all right. Uh, and finally, last but not least, let's pass it over to, I guess I'll pass it down to Kat. Hey, everyone. I'm Kat, and I use she, her pronouns. And tonight I am playing Cheshire, and she is our glitchling druid. Um, and you can find me in the chat as Captain Starbun. And you can also watch me at that channel doing cool Lego stuff and playing cool sci-fi games. Nice. Nice. Realizing I completely neglected to introduce my character. Should should I? Oh do yeah, that? you should totally or do that. Just just be a hacking gremlin. All right, I will, I will do both. I will be a hacking gremlin and also introduce my character. Hi, I'm playing tennis spell. Wow, spell jar. Wow, star bell. Real awake today. Uh, I'm a rad warlock who made a terrible deal, and I'm basically a disaster Disney princess, and I love playing this character. Nice. <laughs> um, that sounds fantastic. Um, and let me just turn one thing off because I had the donation menu from Extra Life still running um, on our <laughs> chat timers. Uh, because quick reminder, last weekend we had a... A hell of a time running 13 games over three days. Well, slightly less because of an unscheduled power outage on our island, uh, but uh, at least nine and a half games uh, over three days and raised, uh, I believe, about 10,000 US dollars for the Children's Miracle Network. 
if mm-hmm. folks, if you're trying to get rid of some money uh, and would like to give it to a worthy cause that will give you a charitable tax receipt, please go to extralife.org. Um, and if you're feeling kind enough, go to extralife.org slash team slash dorktales and donate to some of our personal charity streams um, by, by an individual player. Um, we receive nothing from that, but it does help us achieve some of our goals. So we get like t-shirts and stuff. So, um, and it helps the, the Children's Miracle Network, where they really could use every bit of support that you can give. Um, we're going to be trying to probably do some makeup games in December. So if you want to see some one shots, those will be coming then. And I'm going to try to have the Extra Life games from August and December um, releasing about one a day from here on in over on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you should be getting extra notifications from this. Uh, trying not to over spam you with it. I just... Finally, I'm about to have time where I can just sit down and video edit. My heart's content. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think that that's, that's it from me. We'll talk more about some great stuff on the break. But um, anybody have any questions, comments, concerns before we jump into game? That sounds like a no. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I love it when, we, when there are no concerns. Um, and then... Finally, I have four. I only had three hurt the moors logged. That's great. Oh no, another no. another hurt the more. <laughs> oh no, how terrible you go. say. Dunce, dunce, dunce. Can can we get a hurt them hurt them less? Or hurt them less? That's, hurt all, them that, that's all something good happens. So all right. Yeah, um, it's, it's my birthday. Give me something good happens. Trash an inspiration. Me more rude yeah i know i'm talking to the, i'm talking that was your gift to me I'm oh there's to something good happens there chris and there of course just, just like just robin. like real life the good ones cost far more than the bad ones exactly robin <laughs> bought you something there uh so no more complaining we're all good um i will not i wasn't actually i, I know actually you weren't actually guys. playing you we're just joking we're just we, we have fun here we have fun complain uh, times 10. <laughs> okay i'm just gonna move one last thing and then we're gonna start uh boop. there we go okay you all ready for this let's start Spelljammer: light of xerixis chapter five living on the edge <clears throat> zounds the xerixian empire attacked the character's world forcing them to take refuge on the rock of brawl there they met a sympathetic gift named crux aboard his ship the second wind the characters headed to a wizard tower on the outskirts of wild space where crux hopes to acquire a map En route to the tower, however, the second wind was attacked by Hastain, an evil ally of the Xerixian Empire. In the midst of the battle, their ship was disabled. And now, though the party has defeated their foe, they find themselves adrift in space. 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 Whew. All right. Always, every time. I feel like we need the Twilight Zone theme playing here. Do, 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 do. I'll, 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 I'll meet you at Stranger Things. As you float through the reaches of astral space, you find yourselves adrift in the void. There's still air surrounding the second wind. And as you watch that strange jellyfish-like creature that the one who called themselves Hastain rode in on, lie away with their corpse. Commodore Crux strikes a match on his boot and lights his pipe, taking a long drag. Well, settle in, everyone. We could be here for a while. 
how long do you think a while is going to be? Mm, I suppose, um, well, if uh, that creature is what I believe it is, and I think I know exactly what it is, it is a, um, a, uh, uh, what is it? It's whatever, sure. Yeah. A, uh, an, an aesthetic. Aesthetic? Uh, it is likely taken down our spell jamming helm. It could be as little as a day or as long as a week. Can we fix it? Unfortunately not. The magical field is suppressed. Best we can do is make repairs on the ship and uh, prepare to head further uh, once it uh, once it starts up. Or, at the very least, enjoy some of the rations that we've brought aboard. We did bring rations, right? We did. We, I believe that... Hmm. Mr. Flinch? Yes, sir? Did, uh, mm. are there rations aboard? Many, sir. That's something, at least. I hope you like hard tasks. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm good with pretty much anything. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, come with me. Uh, mm. Well, um, feel free. Make yourselves at home. Uh, I, I would say that uh, for this leg of the journey, no need to do um, any type of chores or anything. Uh, hopefully, um, my uh, my my good friend uh, Felardra uh, kept this up to snuff while it was in her possession. What do you say, Starbow? The tree will just kind of shake, the giant dryad growing from the center like a mass. It shrugs. Ah, good enough for me. Good enough for me. Um, <laughs> no. All right, everyone, take five. Um, uh, Commander. Oh, yes. Uh, co co Commodore. Commodore. Co co my, my apologies, Commodore. Um, uh, yes, um... Would if we have um, some time to kill, um, I would love to hear about the gift. Oh, uh, but of course, uh, speak up, boy. Though you, uh, girl, person, speak up, friend. Um, I, I wish to hear more I from my you. volume up. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Can you move it at all closer? Um, without putting it directly in my mouth. Put it directly in your um, mouth. Is it on? Uh, Francis just consumes the microphone. Just, is it on the correct the microphone? Is it on the correct microphone yeah. input? Uh, that's a very good question. I would assume so. It usually is. Input. Oh no! It's oh, I'm so sorry. It's that's never done. It's never jumped before. You might have to. So we'll just we'll fix dun, that right now. Done. Done. Is that any better? Holy crap! Is it better? Oh my oh. goodness! Wow. So much better. Now you're crystal clear. You Change. Oh. It's never mm. changed. Apologies. Is that okay, okay. or now you know am I what? too loud? No, you're fine. You could be a little louder if you wanted to be. Just just enunciate okay, loudly. Well, I'll, I'll just keep it right here, yeah. Apologies. Um, I think Ping did some updates okay. recently to improve some things, but it's it's led to uh, me having to like reconnect my mic a couple times. So Gotcha. But anyway, okay. thank Hooray! you. Ping. Like yes. legit thank you. Remind me to thank Ping during the break. Anyway. We will. Okay. So um yes, I'd be happy to tell you about uh, about our, our illustrious people. That would be absolutely wonderful. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, besides being the easiest creatures to spot in a room, unless there's some of those blasted loxodons around. <laughs> Spotlight stealing hose faces. Uh, uh, we're, um, um, 
Yeah, we're uh, a people of uh, seafaring mercenaries, primarily. Um, troops renowned for their martial training. The love of all things that explode, from firearms to barrel bombs. Oh, you haven't seen a cannon yet, have you, friend? A what? A cannon. Picture your pistol, but the size of that one. And he'll point at Mool. Or perhaps <laughs> larger. It's like a ballista that, that fires giant projectiles. Uh, but, but bullets I mean, I can bullets. fire projectiles, but I don't think I'm a cannon. Hmm. But you... Uh, yes, probably. Uh, I've seen you shoot a pee pretty far that one time. Mm-hmm. It was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Wait, you get a weapon that fires giants? That's awesome. Oh, that would be very incredible. <laughs> Just shooting giants here and there, and then they can fight as well. That would be amazing. I, um, I suppose, actually, um, you weren't raised by Gear, were you? Gear, were you? Uh, no, I was. I was raised by giants. And what is your rank then? Um, mm. I didn't do so well in that. Uh, I didn't, the, the, the giants have very, it sounds like very different, uh, deciders on who gets to be promoted and yes. running around breaking things didn't deem mm. promotion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what, uh, I suppose that if you said I am the first gift that you've met, then there are very few chances in your past for anyone to give you any rank of merit. Correct. I suppose I shall have to remedy this. Let's see. As a Commodore, let's see. I could get you. Hmm. Well. What do you think? Have they earned the rank of cadet? Or perhaps... Hmm. No, not cadet. You are my my number two on this vessel at the moment. I resent that, says Mr. Filinch. <laughs> I mean, in terms of gift, my friend. see. Well. Hmm. For now, until you prove your worth a bit further, I shall promote you to the rank of gunner. Exciting. Uh, As I now have a gun, that is perfect. Yes, I I know. I thought it was quite clever. Uh, Keep up the good work, and soon you will make your way to lieutenant. Wonderful. Is it is it lieutenant or lieutenant? Ah, uh, de- uh, well, uh, it, it, honestly, it depends on whether or not you are you a gif or a jif, by the way. <laughs> what side? I don't of know. The... I, is there either? I I, I suppose it, if you're it, using the common alphabet, gif would make sense. Yes, we we use the common alphabet and the queen's alphabet. Unfortunately, it leads to quite a bit of confusion. If the gunner has a gun, does the lieutenant need a loot? Do we need to get some... No, but they might need a left. 
Um, and speaking <laughs> of things that need a lift, we probably do as well. So keep your eyes on the wild space uh, in case anything comes by that we could, you know, stitch a, uh, hitch a thumb out for, or a toe in Rex case. <laughs> yes. Hey, wait a minute. Is it Giff? Or Jeff? So, is it <laughs> perhaps it's Reef, or is it Junnery? Uh, mm. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Well, um, well, you're still Frankie, so it is what it is. Tirak, this is why I like you. You you ask the really important questions. Like, mm. you just, you're so smart. Mm-hmm. Truly well, a unique true. and gifted mind. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in the meanwhile, um, take take a rest, and uh, we can speak more over um, uh, Mr. Flinch. Is it rum or ale or grog? It's mostly grog, sir. Is it jog? Um, depending on grog, the contents grog, of your stomach, grog. you may be jogging to the edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. That, that being said, this is your first real time in wild space spending any time board a vessel, as I presume. Um, uh, if the, um, if the grog jogs your meal, please try to project downward from the vessel with as much force as possible as to not have it, uh, be caught in the gravity well and fly back around. Have you clouds done that of, before? Uh, clouds of sick are, um, uh, Yes, I, yes. Mm. 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 Uh, with that, perhaps uh, we should assign a bucket instead. Yes. Well, I'm, I, I have no time for bucket lists. Uh, so instead, I shall go and um, I'm going to go sleep off what is uh, coming on to be a thunderous hangover. Best of luck. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, friend. Uh, and he will stumble off. Wow. You'll hear overhead as Mr. Flinch, the has the Hadazi first mate, uh, climbs down the uh, the mast. Uh, I ain't seen him that happy in a while. Well, that's Seems good. Like he needed friends. We're good I mean, at being we, friends. We have that effect on people. Mm-hmm. He needed something, that's for sure. Astral elves, huh? Kind of awkwardly. Oh no 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 no! no, no. I mean, like you're off to go fight them. Yes. Oh, yes. But you you ain't with them. God, uh, they kicked me out. Oh, what'd you have to do for that? Not mm. blow up a planet? <laughs> uh, can say it was a small religious dispute. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm, I like it better with your hair down like that. It looks lovely. Have you considered brewing any ribbons or bows or anything? Really spruce it up a bit. I have, I have. I just didn't have any on hand, unfortunately. Well, if you're looking for any fabric to fix your clothing, I'd be more than happy to help. Oh, that's very sweet of you. I would never say no to a pretty little ribbon. I mean, I could also do something about the skirt, too. What? What's wrong with the skirt? I mean, it's... This was a designer skirt, like, 60 years ago. That's the problem with elves, honey. You kind of get a little out of fashion after a while. You can only wait for it to come yes, around so long. Yes, everyone tells me that, and they're always 
probably correct. Yes. Hmm. I don't really think the boots are still in, though, right? I just got these legitimately. Boots are always in. Okay, good. Especially ones with that type of heel. I know, right? They're so nice. They got the nice clink sound when you stomp Mm -hmm. around. They're they're fantastic. Big fan. Big fan. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um... If you ever want to uh, to get any upgrades to your clothing, come downstairs. I'd be happy to help all of you. Um, oh, uh, Miss Monsieur Mixter Mixter Ponsby, Francis. Um, hmm. Do you have a holster for that pistol, or are you just gonna leave it in your pocket and look like you're happy to see everyone? Uh, um, is is that how one holds them? I I have a strap for my hammer, but I've I've never owned a gun. I'll I'll come up with something for you. I greatly appreciate it. Let's see. Your measurements are, and he'll kind of like hold his hands out doing like the measury thing. <laughs> Big. Okay. Understood. I'll make sure there are notches. Oh. Thank, thank you very much, um, Mr. Pl- How long have you been with the ship? Mm, long enough. Um, let's see. Uh, well... I've been with the Commodore since um, back before when he was um, an active Commodore. Back oh. during the business with the um, and he'll cast a look over at Tana kind of sheepishly. Oh, right. I, I wasn't present really. Well, anyway, it's not my story to tell. He'll tell you when he's ready to. So, yeah, I mostly stuck around out of, um, out of duty. I owe the man my life, really, and, um, when he started renting it out to people like Felardra, I, well, I made sure to stay on his first mate so I keep an eye on the boat. Second wind's really all he has. Still. Very honorable of you. You also seem like good friends. What was your name again? Flinch. Mr. Flinch. Lynch. Flinch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. No. <laughs> I'm going to lean in very close to, to Mulch and go, the Mr. means that, that he's important. Oh. Well, if, More important um, than Commodore? Depends who you ask. Mm, okay. It's good that you're giving him something to live for again. I hope that it lasts. I certainly hope so, too. I, I feel we're, we're lucky to have met him. I mean, we all might die. <laughs> Honestly, well, I think that might be the might be preferable in a way. If, um, if this mission were to fail and you'd all survive, I don't think the poor Commodore's heart could bear it. Wait, 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 but the, the alternative is, is we f- we fail and survive? You could also succeed. Well, that's the ideal option. I don't want to die. That Not does seem ideal. Not too fond of it either. Mm-hmm. Well, make yourselves at home on the ship anywhere but my cabin. It's the one that has my name on it. And uh, I guess the captain's cabin, although <laughs> you can work that out with him. Speaking of, speaking of, I, I know that this place has been looked after and kept clean and stuff, uh, but can, can, if, if we're going to be stuck here for quite some time and there's no mm-hmm. way to make the ship move, could we sparkle it up a little bit? 
I don't see why not. Maybe nothing too permanent, but... Um... It doesn't have to be too fancy. It could just be, you know, a little prettier, like like your your fashion advice, but but for the ship, maybe oh. uh, a little... Yeah. I've got, I've got a few any... ideas, and Tana's going to telekinesis over, like, uh, mops and buckets. <laughs> you know what? Anyone up for a rousing song? <laughs> I look forward to seeing what you come up with. I'll, this is why uh, they hated working. me in the academy. I'll start work on that gun belt right now. Sounds good. I'm gonna uh, go check the spell jamming chair to make sure that it isn't actually just an entire pile of um, vomit, like what it was before. Right. So, gonna go give it a clean. Can I, is there a large tub I can put in whatever ends up as my quarters? Or even just on the deck is fine. Whatever I'm you find, you can keep. Beds. Well, you can use oh, cool. at least. Exciting. <laughs> and Moose is going to like veer off and start like looking through stuff. Okay. Uh, so you can have your ran- your run of the ship. It's, um, it's quite, uh, Quite basic, really. Aside from the living ship, which honestly keeps the place a bit dirty. And I mean that in the way that a gardener's house is sometimes a bit dirty. It's the grout has bits of uh, bits of soil in it. Um, like the, the gaps between some of the boards on the upper floors have bits of like dirt and root wrapping through them from where the tree is perched. It's it's a homey kind of dirt, like a hobbit kind of dirty. Nice. Um, however, the lower the lower vessel, um, the lower decks are quite compact in many places uh, for, well, large enough for a gif to go through. So definitely large enough for the rest of you, I suppose. Uh, but they are quite cluttered. Old, old manifests, old uh, crates with food that probably should be thrown out. Um, it's a little bit, as you go down to like the cargo deck right now, there's a bunch of just junk that should have been a little more uh, a little more closely cleared out this kind of lazing around sounds like the perfect circumstance to go on a slightly musical cleaning rampage that sounds fantastic how does this work what are you doing uh i mean mechanically probably a bunch of telekinesis and mage hand and uh starlet step uh and obnoxiously overall probably Tana is distracting herself from the situation in which she's half convinced that they're all going to die horribly. Um, and she figures she may as well be in a really pretty coffin. So she's going to clean it up a little bit here. Uh, and to distract herself, sing really cheesy songs about being lost forever in a beautiful place. Okay. Uh, make me a performance role. I want to see how good this song is sure. in spite of yourself. In- Francis is in a, a particularly good mood, having finally learned something about who uh, they are. Um, can 13? they help? Sure. Yep. You can grant Tana advantage. So Tana, you can reroll I'll that. Give you a baseline. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I actually have a plus four to this. That's not bad. Oh, 19. So 23 or just 19? Yeah, I'm not proficient, but I, I've caught good charisma. So. Nice. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, so with that, you are going to actually sing a pretty rousing song and. Um, with a lot of a lot of trills and a lot of a lot of uh or is it more like like the opening song from Tangled like da 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 
a little, but maybe with room for callbacks if anyone else wants to get involved. Just like, like that, the yes. moment where you say something and you're like, ha ha, and the audience knows what to say here, but I could do it for them if they're not, if they're not going to get involved. Okay. So kind Francis of definitely gets involved. Mool or Rec, are either of you getting involved? <laughs> Mool will, um, probably around the time that they start looking into the possibly old food, which will end up in surreptitiously being snuck away into a large bucket. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Wait, so... We can put it in a specific mulgage can. It's like a garbage can, but for mulgins. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I will for for the musical number. And Rec, what are you doing? Are you going to be playing a washboard or something? <laughs> no. Rec is going to go and climb up <clears throat> into the tree and probably bounce around on the limbs because he's getting a little antsy. Especially knowing that we're stuck here, he's going to do like some chin ups and stuff like that. But once they start breaking into song, he's going to try to add in. Uh, his classic goblin screamo. So, <laughs> okay. Ooh, we'll also right. sound goblin. Exciting. Sounds like sounds like an angry bird up in a tree, just kind of like yelling down at people below. Star Starbow <laughs> will watch you doing curls off of off of its arm, and we'll go. Mm, mm, and kind of like start doing. Start watching you doing chin ups and uh, and uh, uh, and muscle ups, and we'll start like curling you as you're doing it so it feels like you're getting a lot of height off of these chin-ups like 20 feet worth yeah that's it uh you did de you definitely got the rhythm going any good at singing you can do the bass line for my stuff that's not bad all right everybody who enjoys the who answers the singing i'll give you a plus one on your next roll yeah <laughs> all right um that sounds good uh cheshire you're going to head downstairs into the room and the spell jamming vessel is lying collapsed on the floor uh the arm has fallen off again as, as yeah as, as, <laughs> I, I want to make this so that it's not going to fall apart and be disgusting. Okay. So do you have, are you bit. proficient with tinkerer's tools? Uh, do, 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 do. I'm proficient with a lot of things. All right. Um, that sounds like something on a Tinder profile. <laughs> I'm proficient yeah. with many things. Um, she's not proficient with tinkerer's tools. So are you, she's just going to try to wait. What tools are you proficient with? Any? I don't think I wrote them all down. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't write them down actually because I'm. Because what? Smart, what are you so. again? What's your class? A druid. A druid. Oh, okay, yeah, no. druid. But um, so I mean, glitchling um, might give you. She, yeah, she's probably pretty good at repairing stuff because she has to repair herself sometimes. Uh, so let's see. Well, you can heal normally if I'm not mistaken, right? Living constructs. Yeah, she yeah. she can here. Heal ordered mind, balance chaos, metal skin. Oh no, you don't get any. Oh, so yeah, you can go ahead and just make me make me an intelligence check to try to fix it up. Okie dokie. D twenty, not D ten. Yeah, the D ten's not going to get you a high enough roll. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, how about a seventeen? 
17's good. You're going to be able to see where some of the screws and bolts have come loose along the um, along the side of the arm. Going to kind of like screw that in, reattach it. It definitely is going to need some type of like wood glue or something. The upholstery needs to be redone entirely. Um, but as you're going through, you're going to notice that like uh, you're going to prop the spell jamming helm up kind of on its side because it does have kind of a disc shaped bottom um, and will roll around as you work on it. Kind of like it just like pivots around like a semi-sphere. Um, but as you roll it to one side, you're going to see that there is a small lever built into the right side that you didn't notice before. I'm going to pull the lever. Okay. Uh, the front of the chair <laughs> springs forward on a series of gears. <laughs> um, and you'll see that there is an insignia on the wood of the lever that says Lazy Gif. Oh my god. Uh, I, uh, she's going to go talk to uh, after enjoying the comedy of that. Um, she's going to go talk to Mr. Flinch about reupholstering this thing. All right. Uh, Mr. Flinch is down in the uh, in the shipwright's quarters. Um, actually, you know what? There's not much room there. He'd probably be working in... Probably in the galley? Yeah. He pretty much works where he can. Um, so down in the galley, you'll find him kind of just uh, doing, doing a bit of stitch work. Uh, yes, uh, stylish purple robot. Close enough. Glitchling. Um, Gesundheit. I know, right? Uh, I didn't really know either until recently, so that's a new thing for me, too. Okay, what is it um, with your entire crew not knowing what they are except for the Astral Elf who doesn't have a thing anymore? Well, I mean... Does Rec know he's a goblin? Has someone told him? Have you broken it to him? We, yeah, he he knows that he he knows what he is. Is he okay with no it? Is that why he's screaming? Are. Why is he? Screaming? Well, no, he's singing. That that's his. Honey, singing. I know what screaming sounds like. <laughs> um, but I mean, like for like for me, I just woke up like this one day. Well, not dressed like this, but I I just woke up one day. Um, yeah, you don't then, just dress. Like, you you don't just wake up dressed like that. That that no. takes effort. Exactly. So, like, I just I woke up one day um, in like the, the the in the Fey Wilds of, of Elos, and it was a wild experience. And I was there for a little while, and then I came back to it, the normal realm. I don't know. And then I I don't know. So hmm. I don't even know where I came from. <laughs> Honestly, it's um. I find it sometimes better not to know. I mean, Fair families I can mean, be great, but they can also be a real drag. I mean, mine, very unsupportive. Non-fashionable, non... Um, not particularly good people. Yeah, I don't think I have any family other than my friends. What more family do you need? Well, exactly, so... Uh, any, anyways. Mm, anyway. So, what can I do for you? I am trying to deal with that chair. The spell jamming chair. Mm-hmm. What's wrong and with the helm this is... time? I mean, it's caked in booze and vomit. 
Mm-hmm. And the entire you want some thing OxyClean looks... or something? I have some from the last time I visited Earth. It works all right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's right here. He'll reach and pull out a little jar of like <laughs> crystal and is going to pass it to you. Just don't get it in your mouth. Learn that the hard way. Couldn't taste for a week. Fair. Um, well, I was thinking, why don't we make it look a little nicer than it currently is? It's all like old beige floral right now. We could probably use a spruce up. Hmm. Do you think your elf friend would be... Why don't we reupholster it? Do you think your elf friend would be fine if I skipped out working on her thing and worked on that first? I mean, I don't know. Honestly, she seemed pretty attached to that skirt. Yeah. She does like the skirt. It's not that bad. It just is a little school marmy, you know? It's it's old. <laughs> but elves, elves are so weird that way. I don't get it. Maybe you'll well, understand. Because they, just... they, they live for so long. Well, I mean, you probably will too. Look at you. I'm good. I have no idea how old I am. Honestly, maybe you had a midlife crisis. Maybe you were just like, you know, you turn 30 and then you just reset yourself. I knew a lot... There, there's a Hadazi um, named named uh, named Tasha who does the same thing all the time. Turns 29 and then resets their age. I, I mean, if you can, why not, right? I suppose. I'd miss it personally. Um, I like who I am. I mean, but I really right. like who I've become. It's really nice. That's fair. I have a nice little life. All right, let's dress up that chair, then we'll get down to business. Sounds good. Uh, and yeah, he'll he'll go there and help you fix up that chair. Um, everybody can take a long rest. You'll you'll have plenty of time to to relax and work on this. I'm gonna say that sprucing up the chair is gonna be just more of a time thing, um, and um, I want to see how well you do, uh, Mister. Lynch is going to give you advantage. I'm going to let you be the one to run this this game, Cheshire. So give me that. Okay. Um, what am I rolling? Uh, roll me... Roll me charisma plus... Um, charisma plus... Do you have any tool proficiencies that you know of? No. Okay. I will say I will say just roll me charisma or intelligence, your call, unless you can pitch pitch a better option to me. Nope. Alright, so roll with advantage though. Good, because that first one was a five. <laughs> oh, but like that a, one's a nineteen. That's better. The five would be great. It's just like <laughs> and now it looks like that Florida diagram or that Florida thing from uh <laughs> Uh, from The Simpsons. I'm, I'm not Florida. I'm a monster. It's a great. It's worse now. Hmm. Oh, thanks. It looks like a five-year-old did it with macaroni. That's great. <laughs> thanks. Uh, I hate it. Uh, so, uh, spending some time on that, uh, you are going to finish it up. It gets completely reupholstered. There's tons of material to do that. Um, and I, I are you basically making this look like a pink secret lab chair? Like, how are you doing this? <laughs> 
uh, she was thinking more purple. She's more purple than pink. Um, purple. So, purple. Yeah. Chair. Pur- okay. Probably like pur- purple and silver. Purple and gold. Like, Ooh, purple and okay. silver or purple and gold? Which one are you doing? Let's do purple and silver. Oh, fail. Why? Because gold is better for ships. <laughs> but you yeah, yeah, but silver and like, silver I, looks like stone. Yes, I know they go better like together, but this is Commodore <laughs> Crux's ship, and he doesn't understand color theory. <laughs> but is this is ship best. really like a gold metal ship, or is this a silver metal ship? I think it's more of a brass ship, to be honest. Yeah, but see, that's see, that just might, a that theory. A color theory. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Um, okay. Uh, so you'll be able to do that. Are you putting any insignias or anything in it? Um, she'll probably put her own name on it somewhere. Oh, that's clever. Getting everybody to sign it. Come on. Everyone who pilots it. All right, that's a good start. Just remember, this isn't your helm. You're just attuned to it right now. Yeah, oh, yes, I know, but... Because if everybody, you, who, everybody, everybody who flies it should leave their mark on it. There, that's a nice tradition and not at all mutinous. That's how I like it. <laughs> of course not mutinous. Mm. Why would anybody I've, want that? I've known you for five hours. Accurate. All right. Accurate. So long, so long as we're agreed there. Um, so you'll continue working on that. It's it's pretty much uh, it's on its way. And if uh, Flitch spends his free time like following your instructions, uh, he will be able to get it up to snuff in no time. Uh, well, that's going on. What's everybody else doing up 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 deck, or elsewhere for that matter? Francis just kind of chilling out. Okay. What about Wreck? Just working out, hanging, doing your things. Yeah, climbing up to a, as high up in, on the uh, <clears throat> tree that he can. So he's okay. kind of up in the crow's nest, so to speak, and keeping an eye out for things. While you're up there, can you make me a perception roll? Mm, I can. Ooh, that is... Where is my perception? Um, that's 23. 23. Okay, so you are up there for for a bit, uh, having a nice look around, and I mean, quite a bit of time passes. You'll have time to take a nap. You'll have time just to like sit and like twiddle your thumbs into oblivion. Um, but as some time passes, you are going to notice that there are some lights dancing off of the starboard bow by quite a ways, and that's when you're going to see something quite majestic come into view. Flying across space, you're going to see a pod of six creatures. They look like whales with no discernible mouths and glowing, brilliant eyes, the color of nebulas. And one moment, and I will... Uh, they will begin 
They are they're gorgeous. Anybody who wants to look them up, they are Kindori, is what they're called. And K-I-N-D-O-R-I, and I love them. They are my favorite. They keep their distance from the ship, much like whales often do from, from vessels, just, just in case. Um, staying a good hundred feet away from the side of the ship. Um, but they are they are close-ish. Now, Tana, you said you were redecorating the ship. Are you are you doing things like like putting like lights up? Are you putting like like new decorations? Like how are you making this place spruced up as these things are approaching? I'm gonna start with cleaning all of the stuff. Uh, I mean, if she sees these things approaching, then she'll be very, very distracted for a while. Um, So start with cleaning and then find spots that look like they could use a little bit more light and then try to find some way to do that, whether that's by doing candles or like, you know, trying to find a way to put fairy fire in a jar or something like that. Um, But absolutely spreading the light around a little bit, just trying to make it feel less like a coffin in the void of space. Okay, that sounds good. So um, as you're tidying up and doing these things, you haven't quite seen the Kandori yet, uh, but Rack, you absolutely do see them from the crow's nest as they are approaching. Do you, what do you do? Uh, Rack jams a couple fingers in his mouth like uh, finger fangs and lets out a loud shrill whistle and then uh, yells, which side was it? Port side? Uh, uh, starboard. Starboard side. Ah, the starboard bow uh, side. Uh, over, over that side. Uh, the right, right side, left side. Depends which way you're looking. Over there! All and right. he'll start pointing in the direction. Uh, everyone on board is going to be able to, uh, to hear this and, um, make their way up, bo- up to deck, including Commodore Crux, if they would like to do so. Uh, is anybody not going on deck? Excellent. These gargantuan creatures fly, drift, gently coast through the void. They approach the ship, actually, and... Oh, okay. Uh, as, Tana, you're hanging a jar of light up on the side mm-hmm. of the deck, casting a bit of twinkling purples and pinks and blue lights around you as you do so. Um, one of them looks over in your direction and makes this... Kind of noise without any discernible mouth. Uh, as Commodore Crux steps on deck, he'll look up at that and say, "More light, more light. They're attracted to light. I have an idea." Uh, let's cast dancing lights then. Uh, one of the Kandori breaks away from its pod and starts flying over toward your direction. It approaches the light. You can see that your your dancing lights reflect in its luminous eyes back at you. Everyone, bring as many of them as close as you can. I have an idea. We're going to hitch a ride. Grab some rope. Let's lasso some. I, and uh, they're yes. peaceful creatures. Try not to hurt them. They're beautiful. Another Kandori breaks away and... Um, is going to come and join its friend, getting about 15 feet from the side of the ship and kind of just like spinning around in a full 360 in space, watching it. Kelly, you said they're attracted to light? They are attracted to light, and these are, just to remind, gargantuan creatures. And uh, which means that they are the size of a, uh, not quite a blue whale, but a, um, what's the one down from blue whales? Like fin whales? 
Yeah, like like this is this thing could swallow several orcas. Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna cast daylight. Okay, that is gonna be a bright light. Um, (laughs) let me just. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And okay. Um. Three more of them are going to come over. One of them is a little skittish, uh, but as light suddenly floods the top deck, five out of six of the Kandori are going to head over and just hang out about 15 feet away from the ball of daylight that you've created and watch it with rapt fascination. Grab some rope. How right, many anybody? eyes do these things have? Uh, it looks like they have, uh, they have six, as far as I can tell from the art, three on each side. So the perfect okay. number. So let's let's at least try to maneuver my dancing lights to sort of try to mimic their eyes on the bow of the ship. Fun. Let's see if we can make us look like one of them, and then Ten is going to say, "Anyone else have anything else that glows?" I th- no. I think that you're both doing a good job already. Um, anyone who wants to may make a lasso check. It's going to be an improvised ranged weapon. Sure. Um, I will not do that, but if I can help someone by like holding the end of the rope so when it has lassoed, I can pull it. Mm-hmm. I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, like I'm, I can try and assist. I'll yeah. I'll make a, a roll to lasso. Okay. Um. So, um, is anybody here proficient with? I mean, it's a lasso. I'm gonna say that you probably don't have proficiency with it, because mm-hmm. you probably, probably just don't. Probably not. Uh. So go ahead and make me a ranged weapon attack. Um, obviously not to do damage unless you intend to, uh, but that's going to be a dexterity check. Ooh. Literal nat 20. I rolled a grope. Yeah. Right. 21. Uh, 21. Nice. Okay. Nice. Um, so that's the, 24 if it's just dexterity. All right. uh, that's fantastic. The ropes are going to sail and you are going to manage to lasso a pair of them very easily. Mool, were you going to try to do that as well? I was going to assist like to sort of what uh, I think it was Francis was doing. Okay, so you're going to try to hold an anchor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then Kelly. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, please. Oh, I was going to say, I'm like, I'm I'm a druid. Can I cast Speak with Animals on these? Yes, you... uh, (laughs) Actually, uh, one moment. Actually... Make me an insight check. Okay. Uh, that's a 15 base plus uh, insight is going to be a 22. Okay, I'll give this to you then. So taking a look at that, um, you okay. are going to realize that they are not beasts. These are some type of celestial creature. Ooh. Oh. Um, and let Very me see. Cool. Do they under? They have no oh. language, unfortunately. But um, oh, there, there could be other things that allow you to communicate with them. Oh, da, 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 da. 
do you have? Um, now, I will say that you could try to communicate with them using animal handling, strangely. Yeah, I, I think I might try that. Please. Um, yeah, let's, let's do that. Animal handling, let's go. That's going to be uh, an 18 plus 422. Oh yeah, that's that's more than enough. How do you do this? So they, they're getting lashed and they seem a little nervous for this. Um, um, Tana, you're going to manage to la lasso with that nat 20 with, without the Kindori even noticing. The other one, you're going to lash it, um, Cheshire, you're going to lasso it. And it's going to look a little like... She's actually going to fly up to it and okay. like try to try to like calm it. You know, she's okay. uh, so like, she, she's gonna like hang out like near near its eyes, so she, like so they so it can see her, mm -hmm. and uh, then she's just gonna try to try to calm it and uh, settle it down. Okay, as you the strangest thing occurs as you float up to it, um, you're inside the gravity well of your ship, so your ship's gravity well is the primary well in this area but as you float up to it and get to the point where you try to touch it you will feel a pull against your flesh this thing is large enough it has its own gravity well now <laughs> that's so it's, cool it's not working because the ship is overriding it but it's like feeling a magnetic pull a little bit just like that that little bit of static right before you make contact you're like oh if you floated off into space, this thing would have you in its well. <laughs> the creature looks at you and will give you a slow blink that you'll recognize even without um, the ability to speak to it directly as a, okay, I'm going to trust you, you seem nice type of look. Like a cat or a dog does when they're feeling comfortable. Fantastic. And then she's going to uh, float back to the ship and land on the deck. And go, oh, I think they're going to help us. I hope so. Uh, Mool, Francis, can you... And as he says that, you guys are already tying off the ropes. <laughs> um, two will probably be sufficient. Um, if we could lasso any of the others, that might be better, but, um, um, let's see. Um, if there's help... Well, um, let's see. Um, my friend Topolus Tower is that way. Yeah. Point them there, and at the speed they travel, we can be there in about three days. Can I try? You said they're about 15 feet away from us uh, circling, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I try to get another one? With a lasso? Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Or just like, or, or fly up to it and place it on it. Sure. Uh, either way, it'll, if you try to do that, then it'll be a, an improvised, like, improvised, uh, melee attack, basically. Uh, or you can do it at range. Either way, I okay, would like to use dex because lassoing is, lassoing is dexterous. I'm from the Midwest. Fair enough. We had <laughs> yeah, because either, either way, she's probably also going to oh my grandpa. do a, an animal handling check on this one as well, if it's not a nat 20. <laughs> Uh, which it's not. Okay. Um, I, I think with... that 
I think that the animal handling role in the first one is going to kind of wear off on the others a bit. Um, oh, okay, perfect. They, they're they're going to seem more comfortable. It seems that the one that you uh, you calm down is one of the pod heads. Mm. So I got a 16 on that okay. one. Totally enough. You're, these things are very large. The, the, honestly, the hardest part about lassoing one of these is making sure that the hole in the lasso is large enough to go around them. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, enough. hitting these things, they're literally the broadside of a barn. Um, so so you would have a much better chance at, uh, at hitting than missing for the most part. Um, Rack, what are you doing while this is going on? Um, I'm continuing to keep watch because, you know, if there's movement and lights and stuff, it could be attracting other stuff. Hmm. That's fair. Good man up there. Keep an eye out. Um, there, there are very few predators that are large enough to take on uh, something like um, something like one of the Kandori, but um, they are known to be the prey of lunar dragons. Uh, moon dragons. Yeah, no one wants any of those. Uh, no, there are, um, uh, how do I say, right dicks. Are, are those like dragons that live on moons or dragons that are moons? Uh, well, I mean, a little bit of column A, uh, but uh, mostly um, they're, they're um, these, these xenophobic moon-colored creatures. Um, they're, they're generally not, um, well, not that large. Um, maybe, but then again, what is a moon, really? How small does a moon have to be to be a moon? At what point does a moon stop being a moon? By the way, a dragon, a moon dragon is not something that you want to, a uh, lunar dragon, it's not something that you want to be around. At the very least, though, at least they're not lycanthropes. Because that would be double trouble. <laughs> Maybe they are, but because they're always around moons, we don't know. Mm, that's true, yes. Plenty of werewolves in the Astral Sea. R space werewolves? Really? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sounds delightful. Although strange. Is that how you tell a moon is a moon? Because you take a werewolf near it and it. Oh. Like, Moor, you're a scholar, philosopher. It's a very good test. We will need to find a lycanthrope for this. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, Mule, what, what, Mule, what would happen if you became a lycanthrope? I. That's. Can you be very bit by a good. werewolf? Question. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they can be bitten, but would it take? I, I mean, I can be bitten, but I'm kind of. Don't you need blood for that? Mm. Do you? I'm made of goo, and Moo looks like. Oh, vampirism lift is. Lift up is their different. arm. It's like kind of like goes completely like limp and like just kind of like. Just kind of like. And will absorb back up, like bounce back into the shape of like a hand. I'm kind of. Hmm. Are well, you um, all blood? I think I'm all brain. Mm. Hmm. Well, um, Maybe. we'll have to do this werewolf experiment another time. Um, although, strangely, now that we're talking about it and talking about blood, I find it very strange that technically every one of these stars is a sun, and yet there are vampires in space. You'd think that that would be problematic for them. It's never night. Is it always night? Which is it? Perhaps there's a Maybe. distance thing. Or, or, or they mm. have to be on top of the, like, touching a, a ground surface. Ah, like, so, so the gravity of the situation. But then, I mean, but if gravity is the issue, then per, would not being on a ship be good enough? 
Well, and I believe vampires have issues with running water, but they also have issues with oceans. So would the astral sea present a problem as well? Well, there's no water in the astral sea. Well, except when mm, we're True. Works, I, I guess suppose that's fair. Do they have well, problems the with water? Do they know that people are 75% water, ballpark? Maybe Seven, it's a belief thing. They they sabotage themselves because they believe that they. So we're saying that vampires uh, vampires are all about confidence. Self actualizing. So they believe that they burn in the sun because the sun is something that's on top, like above a planet. So they cuck themselves. Yeah, because they believe it's supposed to burn them. But if they're out in the actual sea, it's not a sun; it's a star. Maybe. So does that mean if a vampire were here right now, we could just be like, hey, that's a, that's the sun, and they would turn to... This is entirely oh, possible. Well, thankfully, we'll never so, have to so find out. Well, now we need a lycanthrope and a vampire to test this theory. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What uh, happens if a lycanthrope bites a vampire? It's... Or it's it really hot. A lycanthire? <laughs> Wait, immolate? Hmm. Something like that. <laughs> at, least, at least according to the literature that I have. Uh, I'm going to go with the original. That'd be very hot. <laughs> okay, so let's not do it where there's wood. Sorry, Krista. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, but metal would be fine for that, though. Um. <laughs> Anyways... Onward and outward. And with that, you will begin uh, sailing through the Astral Sea, making your way uh, toward this tower. Um, Is anybody doing anything? You've got about three days uh, of just chilling, having a good old time. Uh, Francis is going to be investigating the gun and maybe test Not going to test it out because he doesn't want to scare the... They don't want to scare the whales. Um... But uh, we'll just be like investigating it, asking the Commodore about it and mm, mm. discussing with with him about GIF stuff and just learning as much as they can. Just give things. Uh, yeah, you can you can Google GIF and learn everything there. He'll tell you he'll regale you with stories, uh, not about his past with the Astral Elves, because he has not you have not leveled him up to that point. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, he will he will take quite a shining to you. Good. Or shine to you. A shining would be with creepy hallways. With an axe. <laughs> Here's Cruxy. Um <laughs> Okay. Um and you are going to make your way out across. Is anybody else doing anything? Rack, Mool, anybody doing anything in the in just hanging space? out and maybe poking at the, the living tree. The tree ant just to investigate it. Mm. It looks down at you and kind of appraises you. Mm. Oh, make me a charisma roll. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Just straight charisma? That's a two. I add nothing to that. Oh. oh, you get the sense that it wants you to make like a tree. Believe. Te- technically, it's a three because we got a plus one on our. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. That's okay, true. it's a three. <laughs> and three rhymes with tree, so really, yes. the tree should be fine. That's that's fair. <laughs> I need about tree fitting. 
that's that's do you feel good about yourself today krista you do this krista you do this on the day of your birth <laughs> i feel right. real good about it thank you very all right, much all right, all right. Uh, so you'll spend some time with the tree. The tree just kind of like leaves you alone and lets you do your own thing. But it's kind of like kind of nice because it's like having a study buddy that you don't have to like talk to. You're just kind of mm. coexisting. I'll try not to accidentally consume any of its bark. It will try not to absorb you into its roots. Excellent. We have an understanding. It's true. <laughs> All right. Let's not eat each other. A, a ritual understanding. Yes. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Cheshire, you're going to be finishing up the chair, which is going to be pretty much ready to go. It just needs to be unveiled. Um, and mm. Tana and Rec, what are y'all doing? Uh, well, Tana's probably just going to sort of mark down notes about these beautiful creatures because this is one of the, the prettiest things that she's seen in a good long time. That's her whole jam. Uh, and sort of try to get to to know what they're like and what their habits are like and how they move through the astral sea and stuff like that. So just sort of study them. Sure. Um, if you talk to uh, either the Commodore or to Mr. Flinch, uh, you'll be able to learn a couple more things about these guys. So besides, uh, she totally will. Yeah. Okay. So they look like aquatic whales. They're about 80 feet long on average. Um, while they lack a noticeable mouth, um, the, the edge of its body is dotted with small eyes that they actually have a protective mechanism where they can emit bright light to ward off predators. Um, like a blinding flash of light to anybody who gets too close. Um, they communicate with each other by using basically Morse code from their eyes, like a specific like light frequency that they just emit and flash to each other. Um, and they draw their nourishment. Um, they have no mouths because they actually draw nourishment from the light of suns and stars. That's why they're attracted to light because they're, um, I guess they're, they're photovores. Neat. Um, well, honestly, that's so cool. This some that's of the stuff in Spelljammer awesome. is really cool, and this is one of them. Um, they're allowed. They have their own gravity plane and air envelope. Um, mosses, molds, and other parasitic organisms grow on their surface, uh, which often attract predators to clean them off. Uh, they might have uh, scavers feeding on these parasites, which they don't really mind. Um, an extremely old or sick one can be identified by an overgrowth of vines and vegetation, which is not what is here. Um, however, um, one of the darker things that you'll be told as well is that the bones and cartilage of a dead Kandori do not deteriorate after the parasites have devoured its flesh. So once it skeletonizes naturally, it just remains a whale-shaped frame that many cheap or uh, particularly gothic, if you're asking that, um, spell jamming connoisseurs turn into spell jamming ships by placing spell jamming helms inside of their skeletons. Hmm. Oh, that sounds actually, that, that's super That's punk. metal as hell. That is so somewhat efficient metal. at least. So yes. long as they're not I going mean, out there and like killing them. Recycle. That's yeah. pretty damn yeah. cool. Yeah, if, if you find one, whole animal. you might as well use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that is um, 
what you will learn about that. It's they're they're lovely creatures, and honestly, watching them is gives you a sense of peace after the last couple of chaotic days. Are any well, of you having? Could a... definitely use that. What about you, Wreck? Uh, Wreck is probably finding a couple branches up in the tree and doing like the Jean-Claude Van Damme splits between them and seeing how far out he can shimmy between the two branches. So he's eventually like dangling on by his tippy toes out towards the end of the uh, the branch. And he's occasionally like, eh, hey, look, at, look what I can do. Look what I can do. No, one, no one's looking. Uh... Okay, watch this. And then he'll do like a barrel roll where he spins around and then goes back to his original position. Pretty cool, huh? No, no one. No one's looking. Make me a... Make me an acrobatics check. I want to see how well you did. <laughs> acrobatics. I believe in you. You can do this. You are the one. Well, that's not a great roll. You are the two. But but adding add adding seven to it, so uh, it's uh fourteen. Fourteen? So as you as you're doing this spin, you kinda come around, you're like <laughs> you 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 kinda like slip for a second and catch yourself from falling, but you're pretty sure that only like the Russian judge would notice. Maybe the French judge. <laughs> but everybody else is good with it. Uh and like you're like, okay, nobody's watching. And then Starbo looks over at you and you hear this, like the cracking of wood that like the cracking of, of green wood as the branches go. <laughs> and the branches will form into a thumbs up for you. See, you get me. I, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of miss trees. Trees have this, uh, this entire like empathy thing going on. Oh, what if you're the last tree I ever see? I love you, bro. Once again, we'll give you that thumbs up. Does Starbo speak at all? I just gotta double check that real quick. Hmm. Uh, I don't think he I think either Starbo. way, they're such a treat. Largely indifferent to the aims of either Crux or the party, like many of its kind, the Treant considers humanoids' problems to be fleeting. I agree. I don't know. I can feel a friendship blossoming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Just checking one thing real quick. Hmm. That wasn't good trick. He'll say in this deep, rumbling voice. The first time you've really heard him speak beyond making a moaning noise. Ah, oh, you can you can put words together. You are now officially the coolest tree I've ever hung around in. Hung around with. You are the coolest goblin I have ever had climb me. That's fair. I think you 
are cool too. You'll bond with the tree. <laughs> All right. There's uh, there's a bit of time where you can all rest, recuperate, uh, regenerate all of your hit points, and head off further. The three days pass with, well, surprising leisure and a sense of anxiety, though. You're on a mission. Yes, Tana. So I just realized one more thing Tana probably ought to do is start to get the Commodore and flinch in her book of people that she can send text messages to. Yes, they will absolutely sign up for your friends and family plan. Awesome, possible. I mean, it's free, but we collect a bunch of information about their personal lives and like their locations and shopping habits. Then we sell it on to advertisers. It's all anonymized, we promise. Uh, but there's a total of like six people on this book, so it's not really mm. that anonymous. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. I remember one thing that Mool will do actually is ask to have mm -hmm. a sending to um, what's their face, their sending pal uh, that we encountered. Oh, what the the big terrible monster? Jasper, yeah, the sen Jasper. sending crowd. Jasper, just be Jasper? like, "Hi, how's it going? We got we we got we got stuck in space. Now we're being dragged Jasper's by space voice. whales." That's all. Jasper had a surprisingly normal voice, didn't he? Yeah, wasn't he just vaguely mm -hmm. British? Well, and we we get responses in, yeah, uh, he... in text too. I think. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, oh, he he had that kind of like uh, um, it was a bit more of a comedic voice. Oh, hi. Didn't he have That's like it. seven brains? He could have pretty much have any voice he wants. How's it going? Mm -hmm. I'm doing well. Oh. Made it back to my home plane with extra brains. D delightful, I think. Moosh um, wanted me to send you well wishes and let you know that we're safe uh, and having a great time somewhere in space. Well, that's great. Tell Mool that, um, well, I'm thinking about them, which is extra easy with all these brains. Oh boy. I, I can imagine. Be, be well, Jasper. It'd be hard to be anything else. Also, did you know that I can, I, I've gained phenomenal cosmic power since gaining these brains? Normally sending doesn't work across other planes of reality, but I've allowed it as a tiny demigod. At least that's what I like to think of myself as. Well, that's quite delightful. We're all very proud of you. I'm proud of me, too. I'm actually legit kind of proud of Jasper for that. <laughs> I actually don't remember the rules for sending and regarding multiplanar communication, I, but I'm I, assuming. I can look it up, but I feel like it probably doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. It, it I'm going to say that he, he's got 12 sure. brains. He'd figure it out. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. You know, I'm very happy, like... as is Wool. <laughs> yep. Oh, it even specifies you can send a message across any distance and even to other planes of existence. Oh, there you go. But if they're in a different plane than you, there's a 5% chance that the message doesn't arrive. So literally, okay. like, Thank roll you. a d20, and on a 1, it just goes somewhere else, I suppose. Okay, then, then like, you, you I've been... I, I've... And, uh... Still okay, have phenomenal yes. causing powers. It's great. Well, I, I played with the, ra the rabbit antennas a bit to make them work better. Speaking of rabbit antennas, uh, have you ever eaten a heron gun? <laughs> <laughs> Not the way you mean. Um, 
And with that... Nice catching up with you. We'll, 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 we'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. I look forward to it. So if whoever wants to come visit, tell them that they can bring their no brains here. Definitely safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'll pass it on. That sounds great. And... As you fly off into the distance, there will be a little shudder as you start to approach a structure in the distance. The gravity well of this place is going to start to stabilize with you, and it's going to feel like kind of hitting a bit of turbulence for a moment. Uh, Mr. Flinch is going to look down from the crow's nest and go, I've spotted it! Ready the jolly! And as you look up, you will see a crooked tower perched atop a small asteroid surrounded by a cloud of twinkling cosmic dust. Through his spyglass, Crux examines the rock upon which the tower stands and the decrepit wooden pier that juts off one side of it. Good call, Mr. Flinch. I don't believe that that, uh, that dock can handle the full weight of of the second wind we'll ready the jolly boats and head over what say you sounds like a plan to me Uh, sounds good to me I I don't quite remember the response I think we're supposed to yell I I I all right you move steadily forward and um uh, as you do so, uh, Cheshire, can you can you aim the Kindori around so that we don't accidentally rip the moorings off of it, or smash it to flinders? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And she's keep gonna try the, to do that thing. Keep us about a hundred feet away. Okay. Uh, you want me to make a roll? Uh, yes. Please, just make me uh, make me a animal handling roll to pilot the Kindori. Uh, 18 plus 4, 22. 22? Yeah, you easily can stop them about 100 feet away. Uh, and as that happens, uh, Flinch and Crux head over and lower a jolly boat into the astral sea next to you. Uh, this one has the word Big Bluster painted along the side of it. All right, well, um, shall we? Yeah, we're good here. All right, Mr. Flinch, you have the deck. Onward to adventure. Uh, And with that, uh, you all will start moving toward the asteroid. How do you guys feel about a break right now? Do you want to keep going for a little bit? So I'd love a break, personally. Okay, that sounds good. So as you board the boat... um, Crux directs you to uh, to grab some of the oars there. There are six oars off the side of the vessel. Uh, while at the front of it, Commodore Crux puts his foot up on the tip of the boat and goes <laughs> straight ahead and guides you toward the rock you can see plainly in front of you. And that is where we're going to take our break because I love this guy and I love the way he's written. Folks, we'll be right back. Don't yeah. go anywhere and be sure to, uh, to you know, hydrate. To, to hydrate, as one one hydrate. step has asked, mm-hmm. that will yes. be fun. We'll ah, gotta hydrate, ah, less you ah. dehydrate. 
And for the next five minutes, goodbye, Drate. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's Kelly here. I just wanted to let you know that if you like this podcast, you can support it directly on patreon.com slash dorktales. Doing so allows you to help the creator directly, but also gives you access to a bunch of additional features. For example, a once a month behind the scenes podcast. You also gain access to exclusive Patreon games like Strixhaven, A Curriculum of Chaos and Technocracy Zero Sum a whopping three months before the general public. That's a great deal. On top of that, as of January, you'll also have access to our new bi-weekly Dork Tales the Podcast, which is a D&D homebrew game that's actually recorded live in person for a change and stars myself, Christine, Robin, and Krista. Uh, it is a high fantasy game full of chaos and mayhem, and I think you're absolutely going to love it. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you will get it three months before it shows up on this podcast platform. To encourage you to consider joining the Patreon, here's a random 30-second clip from Dork Tales the Podcast for your list. Listening pleasure. Huh. Search corner. It's a pretty great time. Dorktales the podcast is going to be releasing on our Patreon in March. Hopefully you'll be able to join us early, but if not, be sure to tune in, leave comments and reviews, and we'll see you there. Thanks so much for your time. And now, back to the episode. Hello and welcome back to Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis, here on Dorktales. As you head across the way, you make your passage there toward the front of that tower that strange, strained dock that dwells just beyond the hundred feet between you and the second wind. As Crux stands on the front and proudly points to the dock in front of him, as if the destination weren't as pointlessly obvious as a rock with a tower on it floating in the void, is... Um, who is rowing? There are six rowboats. Or rowboats. There are six there are six oars. Cool. As long as at least two of you are rowing, you will slowly make it there. Too fancy to row. As you Too make your way there, scores of pelicans, molly mocks, and smaller birds nesting on the asteroid squawk as you approach the rickety dock. At the end of the dock, two gray shark-like creatures fight over the remains of a pelican. A woman with frayed robes and bare feet sits in a rocking chair on the base of the tower, watching the fracas. Her face hidden, half hidden, by a wide brim hat that has a blue jay perched on it. The woman leaps to her feet, brandishes a snap, uh, brandishes her staff, and snarls, "Go on, get!" The f a fiery ray springs from her fingertips, frightening away the shark-like creatures. And with that. She looks up at you. Well, hi there, she says with a smile. Hi. What are you all doing here? This is my... Croxy! Um, Tuvala, it's been some time. Uh, and with that, you will approach uh, this woman. Uh, she is a blonde woman of indeterminate age, uh, wearing no shoes and a uh, a zip up brown dress or not brown dress blue dress kelly learn your colors this is why i have trouble with mike mm. this is why mike has trouble with me <laughs> i should say 
And uh, she is going to wait till the boat sails into dock, and she is going to, uh, as it is in its last two or three feet, is going to hop across onto the boat and give the old hippo a giant squeeze that somehow seems to wind his girth. <sighs> it's good to see you as well. <laughs> what are you doing all the way out here? Um, well, I, uh, I, 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 I need your help. There's, oh, nope, nope, nope. Sorry, gotta have some hospitality. You folks need to come take a look around. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Topola. It, it is a pleasure to see you, uh, to meet you, and to know you. Um, nice to meet you. No, oh, it's it's wonderful to meet you. I love Angie. your ears. Yeah, that skirt Thanks, is I a made marvel. Them by myself. You made the ears yourself or the skirt yourself? Because both are lovely. Oh, I did make the skirt, but I, I suppose I made the ears. Hmm. And speaking of lovely made things, oh, how are you, miss? Nice to meet you, Topla. Thrusts a hand out towards Cheshire. Great to meet you. I'm Cheshire. <laughs> you most she certainly are. <laughs> All of you are just so lovely. Oh, and strong, too. And she'll thrust her hand out to Rack. Look at those bunions. Those are bunions. Those are my feet. Honey, I know what a bunion is, and those those feet have seen some trouble. Nice to meet you. Oh, you're pretty strong yourself, I imagine. Are you two related? Oh, uh, I, I mean, not as best I know. I oh, right, just no discovered I am... Problem, yes, um... <laughs> no, I suppose not. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, I'm Francis. You most certainly are. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you in the back. I didn't see you there. I'm a little colorblind. What does that have to do with anything? Nice to meet I you. Think, I think nice to meet you. The background. Oh. It's you're I'm somewhat translucent. I can tell. <laughs> well, Really happy to have you here. No, please come inside. Come inside. I've got lemonade. I've got sweet tea. Uh, hmm, what else do I have? Hmm. Uh, but please come on inside. I'll give you a tour. Give you a tour. Uh, this is a brand new place. I just just finished building it. Uh, and this is obviously probably not true because if it was being built uh, any time before a hundred years ago, it would definitely look better than it does. Uh, I'd like <laughs> everybody to take a look at roll twenty right now, and I'm going to move you over to. There you go. There is the house. Oh my house. god. The house. <laughs> the tower is a three-four-floor structure with the rough shape of a lightning bolt zigzagging back and forth. The fact that it is able to remain upright must be some feat of graviturgical magic. As she takes you over to the front, you notice that there is no main entrance. In fact... As she walks forward, um, she will step forward up to one of the walls and will knock on it twice. Open up, Shake a Plum! And a door will just open like, like a blinking eyeball almost, just like in the front. Well, come on inside, come oh, on inside. I am, I am loving this place already. You haven't even seen the garden yet. <gasps> oh my goodness. 
She takes a step inside, and the entire place is built out of these, well, it's it's full of these continual flame spells that bathe the interior in bright light. It's very easy to see throughout, but the place is incredibly cluttered. As she takes you in through the first door, you'll see that the first floor has four ring-shaped garden terraces that line the walls of this cylindrical chamber. The gardens are vertically spaced about every 10 feet and are brimming with luscious fruits, vegetables, golden wheat. Four mechanical gnomes wearing harnesses tend to the plants. The harnesses are attached to the rope uh, to ropes that loop around pulleys affixed to the ceiling above, enabling the gnomes to hoist themselves into the air and move from one plot to the other. Most of, this, most of my sustenance comes from these gardens. I get regular deliveries of fresh soil from uh, from dower merchants, and you know, they get homegrown food and and well and bird eggs from outside in return. The the four autonomes are just working. Good job, Orwick, 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 and Orwick. Oh, I'm I'm terribly sorry, uh, friends. This is Orwick one, Orwick three, Orwick six, and Orwick eight. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you. Pleasure. A, a delightful Hello? set of missing numbers in there. Oh, uh, well, the rest are working elsewhere. Right. Do you, would you, would anybody care for any grapes? Yes. That would be fantastic. Thank yes. you. Let's see. I've got, I've got, I've got winter grapes and I've also got, let's see, I've got white and I've got black and I've actually got some red grapes too. Uh, one of each? Of course. Red one grape or one. Yeah, hold on. And she'll reach into her coat and pull out a pair of shears and clip you off several uh, several handfuls of grapes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this, it's a papaya. Make you strong, full of papaya. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't pop that in my mouth. Oh, you should probably... Oh, hey, now that cracked open real good. Oh, actually, with a mouth that size. Um, yes, I, I would also like a papaya. I would like to be strong, Crux says. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, here, um, here. Well, the rest of you can share this, and she'll reach down and pull out a watermelon, and then we'll hand you yeah. each like a basketball-sized watermelon. Yes. There's a video of this somewhere. Yes, there is. Go watch videos of people yes. eating watermelons. It's the best. But it's gonna pop like a grape in anyone else's mouth. Just. And that is brilliant. All right, so we should probably keep going up. Are you ready? Uh, And she's going to reach up and above her, there is, um, there are openings in the floors uh, and ceilings that appear to connect to other levels. There is a rope and pulley mechanism that um, kind of descends through the center hole, almost like a fireman's pole. And she grabs it and says, just follow my lead up. And it starts going, and like pulling her up at her command. Uh, anybody who's standing directly underneath is uh, going to get quite a view, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know Grandpa what? I'm going to say. Looks down. <laughs> uh, she is. She's not wearing socks, shoes, or well, she's wearing the she's wearing the dress. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Remember that conversation you're having earlier? I think I just saw a full moon. <laughs> well you coming up or not yeah absolutely yeah. and up treasure goes okay yeah. it's just you grab it and it pulls you up as you it, it's not like climbing a rope like this almost adheres to you enough that you have to put very little effort in besides holding on to it 
Well, that cool. feels funky. Mm. All right. As you hit the second floor, you'll see that this floor houses a modest kitchen where two mechanical gnomes are preparing dinner. Furnishings include an unmade bed, a wardrobe topped with bird's nests, and a bookcase packed with astrological texts and more bird's nests. Now, here are my living quarters, where I read my books, where I take my meals. My autonomes are of uh, no shortage of recipes. Today's uh, today's repast is, let's see, deep fried night scaver steak with, uh, with a lunar bechamel, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds delicious. Oh, I interrupt him. That's, or- that's Orwick 2 and Orwick 4. They continue working on the meal, completely paying no attention to this. Um, for those of you who are looking around, um, anybody with a passive perception of, I'll say, like, 13 or higher? So that's... Uh, I don't know what... Actually, Mike's would be higher. So pretty much, Francis, you're just kind of taking this in, and so is Crux. Uh, the rest of you are going to see that the wardrobe nearby contains all sorts of wizardly garments on it uh, and kind of sticking out of it, including a um, what appears to be a robe of useful items with tons of things spilling out of the out of the pockets hanging on the wall nearby. Um, Very cool. Uh, there's also a spell book on the shelf that is splattered with dried bird droppings. And... Um, well, you know, you live with birds. You're going to get a little bit of uh, luck on you. Up! And she's going to grab the rope again and and head up to the third floor. Follow along. Astral up, up we'll go, I guess. Up? up. We need to have a... Not until after the tour! <laughs> Two mechanical gnomes are using rags to polish a 10-foot-long copper telescope in the center of this chamber up on the third floor. Dozens of star maps lie across tables that are also littered with sketches of planets and other worldly landscapes. And here is my observatory, remarks Tupola proudly. I acquired my autonomes from the same fellow who sold me this telescope, which allows me to spy on all the worlds in the system and gaze at stars and other systems as well. Topola walks across the room and touches a wall where a tall opening appears in front of the telescope. And it's that point that you realize that there are... N- you haven't seen a single window since you entered this building. But now one just opens at her touch. A long slit enough to look out through into the universe. And she turns back toward you all and says, oh, Would you care to have a look? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Both of them rushing. Uh, yeah, literally. Full body check. Full body check. All right. I think I need a dex check. Dex check. Dex check. As you rush forward, diving back with the reckon twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, you beat me. Okay. As you as you rush forward, the two auto gnomes that are up here, which are Orwick five and Orwick seven by inference, keep a close eye on you and kind of like get a little uppity when you start running. They're just like, you know, just in case. Like, seem like they're on guard duty. Um, But you're going to be able to push past them and head up to the lens. As you look through it, you are going to see, well, home. At least the home that you have called such for the past few years, Tana. Looking through... Uh. You see Elos, 
there surrounded by the belt of the other of the old world its surface wrapped in engorged crystalline vines Tana's going to sort of compose herself a little bit and then somewhat quickly and politely move out of Shashar's way uh, and say, you should take a look at this too. <sighs> Was that one yours? Yeah, that's ours. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what is it? I'll, I'll explain to the other three what, what we're looking at. It's, it's pointed at home. I'm, I noticed that a couple days ago. It's uh, not doing too well. Suppose the... Um, well... Suppose they were got to. I'm sorry for yeah. your trouble. We're, we're trying to stop it. Wow. Is that what brings you to my tower? Yes, I was hoping that um, Crux will begin. Uh, Topla, I need a map. We need a map to Wild Space to, and beyond. We need a map of Doom Space. Hmm. Well, unfortunately. She gestures over, and you can see that there are a good 40 maps laying around. You're trying to get to, to Doom Space and probably Xerixis Space, right? Well, I ain't got a map of either of those, but... I do have this. She'll wander over to a shelf and pluck a ball off of it. Um... Hannah, you will know what this is immediately. Anybody else can make me a an arcana roll. Seventeen. Seventeen? Cool. I don't think my ten gets it. Anybody else rolling? I got a fifteen. Okay, so you actually will have have heard of these before. As well. So, and of course, uh, you will as well, Kat. Um, so, it is. I don't actually have a photo of it, so I'm going to assume it's a ball. Uh, actually, I'm going to double check something real quick. Just going to see what they look like for description. Yeah, they are kind of. So, I'm going to use this one because I like it. So, she pulls out this what it kind of looks like is like a like a um a decagonal decagonal a 10-sided bowl carved out of this ornate wood mm -hmm. uh, up from it rises uh, a series of brass gears and swirls and in the center of it is a model of a solar system glowing with mis with mystical light. Uh, it is an orrery. It's a wild space orrery. Um, it automatically tracks the positions and movements of all suns, moons, comets, and 
and uh, and planets inside of a system and projects it, um, well, in the space uh, above above where it is. Uh, these brass cogs and things are just for show for the most part, but see right here, it even will say your position in it, which we're right here. Um, That's really cool. terribly useful. Yeah, it really is. It's a cool little gizmo, but to be honest, I kind of find him a little boring. I like doing the work Prefer to be surprised. Well, I mean, yes, who doesn't? Well, what lady doesn't like to be surprised? But <laughs> I just, well, if I, if I, if I wanted to use an orrery, it takes the fun out of it. I mean, I own a sextant and a compass for a reason. I like to carry the wands. Anyway, this will probably be useful to you. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll trade it's it to you. This all reminds me of, of, of how I do my magic, so that's really cool. Oh, that's really cool. She's going to pull out her little crystal sphere oh. that she pulls her spells from. And she's going to hold it in front of her and it's going to project her, uh, like, constellations, basically. Oh, that's real cute. Like, yes, I can uh, project constellations and I pull spells out of space that way. So it's really cool. Oh. And she's going to bring it back in and put it and put it away. That seems like similar technology, really. Like it was kind of like the, the magic's pretty similar to, to... that's interesting. Yeah, it's really neat. I've never really seen anything else like it before, so... Well, you're still plenty unique to me. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be willing to help you all out. I'm, you, you were saying, uh, Miss Tana, that you didn't know what you could offer, um, but you are a full party of adventurers. And mm -hmm. I'm a wizard, but my wizards don't do too well on their own. Um... There's yeah. a void scaver, a void scaver uh, that started prowling around my tower recently. I call her Big Mama because she's enormous. Uh, I'm surprised you can come across her, but then she can be kind of hard to see, except for this big, big old red eye in the middle of her forehead. I'll give you this orrery if you mm. if you go slay Big Mama for me. That sounds easy enough to do. Um, I'm down. That sounds like fun. Mm. I like to punch things. Mm -hmm. I'm good at it. And she'll hand it over to you. Uh, I, I trust you. I know very. I know very little about these kind of creatures. Well, they're they ain't pretty. Um. But if you're traveling, Chasha will with, probably reach out and grab the orrery. Well, you're welcome to it. I trust you. Um, if you're with Crux, I know that he's a man of his word, and um, and that if you're traveling with him, you're probably people of your word too. We are. Um, so. Sca scavers are kind of like sharks. Um, you saw a couple of the small ones when uh, when you came up. I, I kicked them off some of the birds' nests. Um, but mm. oh, those things! Those were cute. Yeah. cute. Yeah. Well, the void ones are about twenty feet long, um, and uh, they're pretty tough. They'll try to swallow you. Um, they got they got magic eyes that shoot beams and stuff, um, but nothing you probably haven't Ooh. dealt with before. It sounds uh, exciting. 
here's hoping. Um, and as for that, the gizmo shows you uh, where you are in relation to the planets, the moons, the sun, and any wild space system. But you got to be in wild space to use it, really. Um, to get to another system, first you got to go to the astral seat, which will take you wherever you want to go. And once you reach your destination, you use the aura to get your barons inside of it. Hmm. So it's Perfect. it's like a local GPS. You need to be connected to your network to do it. And when you're between networks, it ain't going to do you no good. Right, and a gnome positioning service will work for us, right? Mm -hmm. No, well, gnome positioning services are very useful. And that's actually what this is ran through. Sounds good to me, then. Hmm. <laughs> Make sure you don't accidentally uh, get on any of the GIF, GIF positioning services, though, because those will usually take you to, like, red dragon layers, and you don't want that. The gift can mm, be tough, fair. customers. I I'm saying gift. I'm trying to enunciate for y'all, but whew, whoever came up with with their name second. <laughs> you know, I kind of see the GIF thing. This is why I think that your people should be called GIFs, personally. Well, why wouldn't the others be called GIF? Yeah. Well, because nobody tries to make them say it that way. <laughs> why? Why? Well, maybe they it's came very... first. They most certainly did not. Those they probably just had better PR. <laughs> yeah. mm, personal retainers are pretty useful. Mm -hmm. Especially when mm. they can go out across the plains and make sure everyone knows how to pronounce your species. Well, they usually have red dragons to help them do it, too. And who's going to argue with a red dragon? They're very litigious. Yeah, mm, that's, that's very fair. fair. Mm. My mentor, when I was learning how to be a mage, once received a cease and desist from a red dragon that she avoided. Oh Ooh. Let's just say it didn't end well when she was finally served. Mm, Up on yeah, the platter? For the red dragon, yes. Yes, yes, yeah. my friend. Yeah. I have story checks. Well, um, so you're, you're where welcome. do we find this scaver? Well, she's been hanging around the side of the, the ship. Uh, probably the side of my, my tower. I just keep an eye out for her. She's probably going to be around. So if we just wander around and yell, here, Scaver, 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 that'll probably draw its attention eventually? Maybe, yeah. Um, okay. Um, I mean, I trust you to come back and do it too if, you, if you're in a real rush, but I don't know. Maybe, do it now. I, I, honestly, I'd hop back on your ship and cruise around that way. Probably easier to harpoon mm -hmm. her or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, although we well, are and, and if you're in danger, I, I I think we should resolve this circumstance. I mean, I appreciate it. it. The the only thing with the ship is we are currently uh, Kidori powered because we don't have our spell jamming helm. You, oh yeah, you we got we got attacked. It was what, what, you lost your helm. We um. Well, we it broke. Y yeah. An aesthetic. You got jellyfished. Mm -hmm. I suppose better yeah. than catfish, but still. Um, well, we can uh, we can go take a look at it and uh, and see. Um, I might have something that can <clears throat> jumpstart it inside of my lab. You want me to go check around? It'd be wonderful, and yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be in here somewhere. Um, let's see. Uh, well, I'll poke around. Um, how'd you get here then? Whales. Oh, 
thought those were pets. I guess sort of. No. Mm. They're quite friendly, I think. Well, it, I mean, they generally are. If if it takes me more than a couple of hours to figure out... Ooh, sorry, I, did, I need my afternoon nap. Um, if it takes me more than a couple of hours to figure out how to get your ship up and running, you're welcome to stay here. There's plenty of room outside if, if you wanted to camp in a tent. And, and there's room that could be made inside to make you comfortable. I also could just cast Liaman's Tiny Hut or uh, something like that. If y'all don't have that ability to begin with, I wouldn't mind spending that type of spell slot on you, you know, for hospitality's sake. That would be nice, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, no. didn't here yeah. be fine, too, I think. I mean, I'm pretty I mean, low maintenance. I'm not opposed to Spartan conditions. Hmm. But I wouldn't say no to something a little fancier. Hmm. Well, I mean, you're more than welcome to stay inside with me. Hmm. Well, is, is there anyone... <laughs> just We're in the telescope room. Does anyone sleep up here? I mean, me when I'm working. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, honestly. Okay. Well, you're more than welcome to. Um, hmm. Or... Uh, let me just check something. And she's going to go over to her spell book. And I'm going to spend a something good happens for you. Woo! Let's see, let's see. Um, if you need to stay a couple of days, um, or at least overnight, let's see. Um, do I have it here? Let's see. It's not a fifth level spell. Is it a fourth level spell? Oh, there it is. Let's see, and it's only, it's a quick cast, uh, so uh, I could cast uh, Mordenkainen's Private Sanctum for you. I, I, I think you're, there's no need to go out of your way if you're alright with us just taking a quick rest oh, here. Oh no, wait, that one's just a barrier on the wall. Well, we'll poop. Um, <laughs> She'll look through her spells again. Uh, how about, is it a third level spell I'm thinking of? I got, I got a bunch of spells. Oh, that's Liaman's tiny hut. Come on, Topola. You gotta get your things together. Uh, Miss <laughs> Topola, it really is okay. We, we're happy to just take a rest here. Mm-hmm. It's it's fine. I'm 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 sure. Uh, well, no, Rack now I'm frustrated because I can't something. remember which what where I learned this. Is it in this book? Hold on. <laughs> I Francis love when a character just becomes me, and I'm just like, where the <laughs> you're right. <laughs> It's like I know it's somewhere. I know it's. I, I just can't remember what spell it is. Um, what spell level? It's gonna be like an eighth level spell or some crap like that. Watch this. Seventh level. Yeah. Which one are you thinking of? I'm thinking of Mordenkind's Magnificent Mansion. Oh. So I'm thinking yeah. of like the middle spell because like Liaman's Tiny Hut sucks. Like in <laughs> terms of comfort, Magnificent Mansion is amazing. There's gotta be like. Um, uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna create. So let's see. Okay, I need an A. Galder's Tower. Someone, someone, Galder's Tower. 
Is that a thing? Baldur's Tower. I, don't I know. was going to say it, that she's... He said it and he knows Baldur's everything. Speedy so. Courier. I see that. And then Mordenkainen's Magnificent Mansion is a level Galder's 7. Tower. Oh, there it is right there. It's a 10-minute cast. It's a third level spell. Two-story tower made of stone. A tower can be round. Bedroom. Okay, yeah, cool. That's actually pretty good. And, oh, and for every spell slot above fourth, it gets an additional story. Cool. That's Thank awesome. you very much. Thank you very Yazzie. much. Uh, Great job. Okay, well, I got two options here. I've got Galder's Tower. I could summon a secondary tower for y'all if you need some privacy. But I also have this temporary one called Alstire's Awesome Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds perfectly oh fine. What does sure. the Airbnb let's, do? Let's do that. Uh, well, it's much cushier, but it needs a hundred gold cleaning deposit when you're done. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, what does the B&B like stand for? Uh, bed and breakfast. It comes with food. Yeah, but Am starts with yeah. an A. Well, I think they use the Dwarven script. Mm. Mm. Oh, and and B. Yeah. I got it right. Yeah. Might just be my accent. Could be for it could be for 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 Buckaroo Banzai for all I know. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeah. I mean that uh, sounds good to me. Yeah, I can absolutely do that. I'm making this spell for Elos, by the way. It's. <laughs> there is now a oh, wizard 100%. called Austere. Good gracious. Apparently you need Dwarven? a competing one called, like, that's uh, Verbo. Ver Verbo? Is that what a thing? Ver Ver thing? Verbo? V-R-B-O? Yeah, it's a, it's like an alternate mm -hmm. to Airbnb. <laughs> huh. Yeah. There you go. You can have All competing right. wizards. Oh, they, that absolutely <laughs> happens in... Uh, Yes. Happen yes. Absolutely happens. Austria's um, awesome bed and breakfast. All right. Yeah, that'll work. Um, I could also change it to Bodie's Bodacious Bed and Breakfast if he franchised. Got some <laughs> power. Right. B cube. B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B the four elements, yeah. No, that you guys don't have that kind of money right now. Oh, you do, but that's all. That's 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 the BBB. Okay. Anyway, I, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Was... There was always uh, Sally and Sylvester's uh, multi-planar bed and breakfast called the Sam's. Yeah, but that usually costs you an arm and a leg. That's true. <laughs> Goes in the stew. Trash, don't go there. And don't ask you who. Only have one don't left. ask where stew is. It's Trash, some type of weird taco wiener salad. Multi-visitor punch card. Well, I think Wreck would fit right in there. Um, so yeah, I can absolutely cast that for you. Um, just yeah, if you bring your things back, I can cast it on. Well, actually, on the underside of my tower would do just fine. We'll just walk around the side, and we'll have a tower coming up from the bottom and the top. Sounds delightful. Well, actually, with Airbnb, we don't even need to do that. We just do it off the side. It's just a planar door. It's pretty. It's a pretty neat spell. You cast the spell, and then you telepathically receive the code to the door, which is a which is a punch pad, and then it just opens. And that 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 code was useful as long as you're there. That sounds fantastic. It's also got That's free really food cool. and lodging while you're inside. They even got this like little little box that you open up. It's got cold drinks. Yeah, I I mean I, I like know. this idea. There is one downside to that spell, though, and that's in the morning, the breakfast meal is family style with a bunch of other people who were staying at the same interplanar dimension. You don't see them during the day and y'all have your own bathroom, but the, the breakfast area is communal. So 
you know? I mean, I'm fine with that if, if everyone else is fine with that. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, um, I guess head out there and go hunt a scaver, and I'll start making preparations for this for this B and B. Perfect. Okay. All right. Let's go have some fun. Well, we'll try not to get eaten. At least that's pretty fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and if we get eaten, the... we'll make sure we get spit out again. Topla is gonna start to make. <laughs> <laughs> Ted is making just, just an identical face. Topla to, is gonna give you give you the eyebrow. The... I like you. <laughs> no, you're adorable too. Shall we? Yes. All right. Uh, with that, y'all head outside. Um. First of all, uh, so Cat Cheshire is going to be taking the Wild Space Orrery, right? Uh, correct. Excellent. All right, so with that in our position, we could... I mean, I don't know why we needed B&B. We could just stay on the ship. There are quarters there. We could just stay on that, I suppose. Airbnb. A change of scenery is, is good for the Constitution sometimes. Plus, and Ruth turned down to someone's hospitality. Yes, and I suppose the Airbnb... Sounds like it comes with free air, which is good. <laughs> we don't have to use our own supply. Not that I'm, quite, I'm quite thankful that that's clearly included in the title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's. Otherwise, it's uh, yeah. I mean, we have a tree. I suppose we get free air that way. Anyway, <laughs> I think um, they also have a water B and B, a fire B and B, and an earth B and B. Oh, an earth B and B would be fantastic. As we would, would there, you know, I hear there's a war between the B and Bs. It all started with the fire B and Bs attacked. There was peace before. Everything then. changed. Yes. Mm. This might be the mm. last Air B and B. Not you have to stay because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's true. Oh, but if you stay at all of them, you you get a punch card and have mastered all of the Air B and all of the the elemental B and Bs. <laughs> Then what would you do? They'd have to See, start coming up with other bullshit now. types of B&B, <laughs> like spirit B&Bs, and metal B&Bs, and lava B&Bs. And blood B&Bs. <laughs> blood B&Bs. That, that already <laughs> exists. It's just run by vampires. <laughs> it's just, it's just techno say. music and leather. Yeah, I mean, this is worse sounding places. And strange men with mustaches talking about ice skating. They never make any sense. I've heard of this place called Barovia. It's a silly place. We don't go there. You think they would have a blood B&B? I think most definitely. Um, Well, we should probably Mm -hmm. tell Mr. Flinch what we're doing. Shall we head back? Ultimately, we could always... Yeah, it's Hotel Barovia. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, I mean, we could always go with the with the Feywilds B and B. The Feywild has a B and B. Well, yeah, duh. Hey, what's what's it called? Can, can you leave? I mean, you can check out anytime you want. <laughs> Is that the Hotel Robert California? Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. Mm. 
There is quite a statesman, that Robert California. <laughs> I'm sorry, best part of the office, fight me. Oh, no. <laughs> James Bader is the best part of anything he's in. All right, so uh, with that, Crux is going to step aboard the uh, the jolly boat and yep, probably should make our way back. He's going to stand on the bow. Oh, I'm sorry, come on. I, I, oh, I'll instruct yeah. you how to row. But we rode to get here. Yes, and we must row to get back. Good show, Mool. Got it. Um, it would be really ironic if we got attacked on the way back to the ship. Oh, that wouldn't happen. Right, it wouldn't happen. And we're just going to hop in and go grab, grab an oar. All right. Uh, as you're <laughs> rowing, can you get a perception check happen. off everybody? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, I'm actually rolling well today. <laughs> Seven. Uh, 24. 24? 13. Yeah. Not 19? Wait, I'm proficient in perception? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so 22. Uh, Francis, what was yours? Uh, seven. Seven? Cool. Cruxes is also seven. Uh, Rec, what's yours? <laughs> 16. 16, okay. Um... So, as you are heading off, everyone who made a, a DC 21 check uh, are not going to be surprised at the following. Um, and then out of character, you're not going to be surprised at all because this set itself up perfectly. As the Jolly Boat yeah. approaches the second wind, an enormous jet black behemoth glides out of the darkness and cosmic dust, its red eye glowing brightly as its jaws open wide. Long, stringy strands of saliva break off into weightless globs as the ravenous monster descends from above. I need an initiative check! <gasps> Give me your initiative, wow. pop it in okay. the chat. <laughs> I was rolling great until it really mattered. Well, I rolled a 19, which means it's okay. an 18. All right. Okay, so that is not great for me. Not, all right, so is it, what's your total cat? Oh, sorry, 22. 22, okay, so Cheshire followed by Francis, what the crap? I know, right? Considering I didn't okay. see it coming. Francis, <laughs> then uh, a 14 for Mool. Uh, then it goes Crux, can you succeed a roll? Um, big Mama. Uh, then it goes, uh, it goes Crux, then it goes, uh, uh, Wreck and Tana interchangeably. I feel we, we are exactly tied because we both rolled a one. Mm -hmm. You both rolled a one. And apparently the same initiative. Which is ridiculous. Oh, and another hurt the more. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. I am going to. Do we to need use... that? We're already rolling so well. We're already hurting ourselves. <laughs> we, we don't need your help, Chad. All right, let's do it. Uh, the creature moves overhead. Uh, and let's see, who was not surprised? It was Francis and Cheshire were not surprised. Or Francis and Tana? I was, I was I, surprised. Cheshire was not. Francis. Yeah, Tana I was 24. 
Okay, Tana, uh, were you, Francis, surprised? Yes. Okay, so just the two of you. Okay, because Mool was surprised as well, right? Yeah, okay. All right, so uh, Cheshire, you are up. This creature is about 40 feet away at this point and closing fast. All right, I'm going to activate my starry form and then use the... Um, and then use that attack that comes with it. Sounds fantastic. And that's going to be my action and my bonus action as well. Uh, so it's a ranged spell attack uh, with uh, over an 18 to hit. That was my base. Okay. Um... So it's going to be 24 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, and then that's 1d8 plus wisdom. Ooh, let's go with the purple cosmic die. Ooh, and that rolled an 8! Uh, plus my wisdom is going to be 4, so uh, 14 radiant damage. Ooh, beautiful. A solid yeah. hit comes out and strikes the side of Big Mama. Um, the radiant. Um, so just just to give you a quick example, this is what Big Mama looks like. Mm. With that glowing oh red eye, uh, it's going to lash out and strike into Big Mama's flank, uh, burning a bit away. It is going to let out this horrible, phantasmic shriek that echoes through the void of space, like. Oh, no. Not that, actually, because that's all. <laughs> also, um, Kelly, just uh, so you know, mm -hmm. uh, for my cosmic omen that I roll at the end of each long rest, um, mm -hmm. I did get an even, which means that uh, anything, any creature I can see within 30 feet for attack, save, or ability, I can add a d6 to that. Sounds good. All right. And are you doing anything with your action? Uh, no, activating the starry form and using the attack for the first round is the full, full thing. Mm. So it looks like the radiant shot. The chat saying the radiant shot happens with the transformation. Oh yeah, no, it totally does. Okay. Um, yeah. Oops. Congrats, you uh, learned your rules. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, been a, it's been a while since I, since I played her. That's fair. Um, like, we had to take a couple weeks off because of illness, so that's fair. Uh, so you still have an action. Yes. Quick reminder, you are in one of these jolly boats, and with these jolly boats, you are moving in three-dimensional space. Uh, each round, you can move 10 feet horizontally in any direction along the gravity plane. So, pardon me, we're not in three-dimensional space. We're on we're on this gravity plane. Um, however, Big Mama can move in three-dimensional space. The boat cannot. Yeah, that make that makes sense. Um, do, 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 do. Just looking through my prepared spells here. Totally. Also, you can use the the oars as clubs. Um, I Fair. guess for purposes of choosing spells on my turn, how far away is Big Mama? Forty feet at this juncture. Uh, soon to be much. Forty much feet. How dare you? <laughs> well, she acts before you, so. Okay, I'm oh, just going surprising. to do. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do guiding bolt at third level. Okay, all right, make me a tech roll. Uh, so that's gonna be a attack roll, and, and that's gonna I'm be. I'm gonna spend a hurt seven. them more for disadvantage. <laughs> oh, okay, because that was a 17 base, the first one. 18. And that's gonna be a 15 base. Uh, okay. So it's a 19 hit. Uh it will hit. Yay! 
Okay, and that was third level, so that's going to be four, five, five d6. Okay. And um, that's going to be fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Another fourteen piece. radiant damage. So fourteen and fourteen yeah. damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, another <laughs> bolt hits this uh, this black shape uh, that looms out of the darkness, and you are going to see now as the radiant energy suffuses it, causing it to glow in the night. Just how aggressive and creepy and freaky this creature is. It glares down at you with its one glowing eye and will snarl uh, and advance. Uh, the next person who attacks this thing has advantage on their head. Don't forget. Uh, Francis, you were surprised this round. Mool, you were surprised this round. Big Mama! Uh, Big Mama is going to charge Mool because Mool is near the front. Mm. And I'm going to spend a roll with advantage. Okay. Well, I didn't need that. Uh... All right, Big Mama is going to swoop by and use her swallowing bite. Mool, I have a 24 to hit you. As she sails overhead at a range of 10 feet. Um, You must succeed a deck save. Oh, does my um, barbarian thing apply here? The danger sense. Uh, What is the wording on danger sense? Advantage on deck saves. Yes, it um, does. That I can see, such as traps and spells, for Um, example. I'm going to say it doesn't because you're surprised. Okay. Okay. So do I still have can... to do a... But I can still do a well, save. It says that you can I'm surprised. see. surprised. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's I mean, saying I can choose not to save. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think you would? I'll put it in your court. Um. Because it's... Is, is it the ability to have vision that does it, or is it you need to be aware of it? Well, you don't, because it's danger sense. So yeah, you can roll with advantage. Yeah, okay. There we like, go. We I know, I can see, I see it happening. I'm just not fast enough to actually act in combat. I'm just, that's fair. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Because yeah. like, if you walk down a corridor and a bunch of like poison darts shot out, you'd still have this and you didn't see the darts. Yeah. It doesn't make a huge difference though, because um, I don't roll well. But <laughs> that's a uh, dex. That's a 12. So, okay. yeah. All right. So, um, it swims by you and goes gloop. And no, uh, three, two, one. All right, cool. Uh, you are blinded and restrained. You have total cover against attacks. And at the start of their turn, you're going to take some damage uh, from okay. digestion. Okay, uh, it's going to swoop by and swallow you and is going to look down at you, Cheshire, and I need Cheshire to make me a wisdom save. Coming right up. Ooh. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 21, okay. Uh, you're going to feel a little bit, a little chill of ice down your back, but are going to be otherwise uh, unfazed by this. Uh, Crux is going to go 
Um, Wreck is going to be too busy looking at the ore and wondering if he should row. And now we're down to Tana. Tana, it is your turn as this giant creature sails over the bow and prepares for another attack, it seems. What do you do? Dun, dun, dun. It is 15 um, feet from you. Oh, 15 feet specifically, you say. Uh, I have a very silly rules question. Uh, I have a very silly rules So answer. I have a cantrip, which is called Lightning Lure, uh, which sort of does like a lasso of yep. lightning on something, and you can pull creatures towards you. Can I pull yep. myself towards a creature? Yes. Um, you want to know the dumber question of this? If you yeah. brace yourself, you can pull your boat closer. <laughs> You can I, mean, turn I guess it in it. space, it's kind of the same thing. I think that you can use this as a winch. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to try for, for Lightning Lord to try to get closer to the thing. Mm. Um, I think Tana's got enough brain power and not enough panic at the moment to not jump off single-handedly to try to save an, an adorable I mean, you may absolutely friend. You may absolutely kite yourself off of this giant shark thing. She likes not being eaten. Okay. I mean... Uh, oh, I think I might actually miss. Uh, so I have a 14 to hit. Um, does everybody remember? Wait, actually, hang on. Do I even need to make a ranged spell attack on this? Oh, it just strikes. Never mind. So it just has to make yeah, a DC 15 strength check or the pull happens. Okay. I have to succeed a check? Uh, just DC 15, though. Uh, that is a 10. Brilliant. Then let's yoink ourselves uh, 10 feet closer to this thing, and then it takes some lightning damage. Okay, that sounds good to me. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Well, an 8 and a 2, so 10 lightning damage. 10 lightning damage? Okay. Uh, 10 lightning damage is going to pepper this creature's frame as you wrap a lightning lure around its tail, pulling it back toward you, pulling the ship over toward it. Uh, at that point, I'm going to spend a hurt the more for Big Mama to rear around with that kind of look in her in her bulbous red eye that says, if you want me, fine, you can have me. And she's going to launch herself back at you, not really knowing uh -oh. where to bite. She is going to take an attack at Wreck. Uh, Wreck, that is a 25. I need you to make me a deck save. Uh, oh. As she goes, and sails by to bite you again. Well, to bite at you. Okay. Where's my deck? There it is. Holy mackerel. I just rolled another one. Oh my god. I'm, I'm rolling nothing but oh ones no. here. So that, okay. That's a five. Oh, that is awful. Also, um... So she's going to sail by and bite you, and I forgot to do something, and that was Amy. I forgot to roll damage on you. Uh, oh yeah, it happens on on her turn, right? It happens on no, her bite does damage. Oh, okay. I forgot to do that to you. So as you are bitten, um, I need you to do me a favor and take extra life dice. Uh. I need you to take 50 points of piercing damage as she as she swallows you. Ow! Uh, and wreck. I'm going to use a dice roller because that'll take too long. So on a botch, that is going to be... Ooh. How many points do you have, wreck? How many hit points? Yep. 45. You're out. 
All good. Um, Ooh. you are you are not at technically. Oh wait, hold on. Uh, I need you to make me a Constitution save. See, I should have been using my extra life dice. Uh, that's that? uh, unnatural 20. Okay, that's perfect. You do not die from massive damage. Uh, I dealt with the botch. Uh, that was 70 points of piercing damage. Oh, fun. Okay, so you look up as this thing goes nom and swallows you whole. Um, all right, top of the initiative. Uh, Cheshire, what do you do? Um... Um... I'm gonna use my bonus, my bonus action to use my starry form to attack. That's gonna be a one d8 plus uh, radiant. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably roll the attack first. Um, that's gonna be a nineteen to hit. Nineteen to hit will hit. Okay, and that's gonna be ten radiant damage on the on that one, uh, and then. Um, you know, I'm going to just do what I did last time, because I've got one more third level spell slot to go, and I'm going to just do another third level Radiant, uh, Radiant, uh, Guiding Bolt. That's the word that I'm looking for. Okay, and, uh, the first person that, uh, did you roll with advantage on your attack? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, so re-roll to make sure you didn't get a nat 20? I did not get a nat 20. Okay, cool. All right, so, uh, roll on your Guiding Bolt. Uh, and that's going to be a uh, 14 to hit, uh, okay. but I will add my d6 to that, one of my d6s to that one to increase okay. that. Sounds good. Uh, to a 17. Okay, that will hit. Perfect, and that's going to be 5d6. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. sixes. Um, that's 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh my god, I've got so many pages up. I feel that. Yeah, you do. Okay, I'm going to spend your last something and good happens. Four, and then... Yeah, 24 radiant damage. Okay. All right. Uh, I am going to... um, uh, Your radiant damage is going to smash into the creature as she sails over top of you. Uh, I'm going to spend something good happens to speed this up in advance. Uh, As your blast hits her, suffusing her with radiant energy again, uh, she is going to tremble and is going to violently vomit digested... Uh, parasites, plant matter, uh, dropping, droppings, oval, refuse, wreck, and mool onto the in, into just space. Okay. Uh, but you are not in her stomach at the beginning of her turn now. I feel so funky. You are unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you also feel funky. Okay, uh, Cheshire, that is the end of your turn. That's the end of my turn. I'm done. Okay, Francis, it is your turn. You can see that Wreck has been torn to pieces and is basically bloodier than you have ever seen him. His skin is glowing with the stuff. Um, what do you do? 
not time to go down quite yet, old chap. Uh, and is going to cast a healing word okay. on Wreck, which I believe is a D4. Yep, D4. Uh, is it plus your wisdom? I think I was going to say, I think it's plus wisdom, uh, oh. which is three. Uh, so you can take five hit points. Yay. And then uh, they're going to roll up their sleeves and grab their hammer and just leap onto this thing. Okay. Uh, so you can leap across uh, the distance to hit this thing. You'll be kind of floating in space at that point. That's but okay. That's okay. All right, make me an attack roll. Awesome. So Here comes massive be... damage. Fingers crossed, yeah. Uh... Come on, 20. Oh, 19, son of a bitch. You have inspiration. Uh, I do. I don't know if I'm going to get an at 20 on that, though. You have a 1 in 20 chance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to it no. to makes just so that in case I have <laughs> okay. uh, a failure. Um, that's okay. Okay. And then I do a D10 of damage. Where's my D10? There it is. Um, ooh, that's a nine plus oh, three. Also, but I'm forgot, also... You forgot the guiding what? bolt had, had still suffused it. You had advantage of being... Oh, it has advantage. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. You guys got to keep well, on top of this. let's take line. a look. Oh, it's only a 17. But... Okay, well, stop. All right, so, so you, yes. you hit it. You also have all your war god stuff, if I'm not mistaken. So that's what I'm getting. So my normal thing is, um, so a nine on the D10 plus three for my strength. So that's 12. Mm -hmm. Okay. Plus I'm going to use my... Uh, Thunderous Smite? Or... No, because that's uh, every, every, all of those crazy boat things are bonus actions, mm -hmm. and I use that to heal. So all my massive damage I can't really do right now. Um, but I do have a thing that I can do. There we go. My astral spark. Um, so as a gif, I can do an equal amount of force damage okay. as my proficiency. So yeah, so it'll be 13 or sorry, 12 regular damage with my hammer. So bashing, um, and then bludgeoning rather, mm -hmm. um, and then I will do three points of force damage. Okay, so what's the grand total? You had 12 with the first one, you had three with the force damage, and what was 15. the... 15. 15 total? total, that's it. Okay. Yeah. That's still pretty good. Okay, so seven... Okay, 15 points of damage. You... And smack it across the back. Uh, You've definitely drawn its ire, Francis. Good job, that's what you're here for. Good. Yep. Okay, uh, and then you start floating through space going, oh, bother. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try to grab a hold of it, but we'll see how that goes. All right. Um, unfortunately, you cannot make that grapple check in this round. Uh, <laughs> Mool, it's your turn, though. You are floating through space. You can try to make Damn. a grapple check. I Am I close enough to do that? You are right outside of its mouth. To grapple wreck? Is that what you're saying? No, to or, punch or sorry, grapple big grapple mama if you want to. Oh, okay, because no, my plan was I was going to, I was so bonus action is going to rage. Um, and then I have two attacks. So my first attack, I'm going to, or my first action, whatever, is going to be my ghost water dive thing where I'm going to mm. bamf on top of it and try and punch okay. it in the face, in an eye or something. Okay. Um, actually, I'm, and I'm just going to do that twice. 
So okay. like that I have So on rage, it. rage, teleport, punch, punch? Yes, basically. All right, let's do um, it. Am I, yeah. That's, that's I believe plan. in you. Okay. Believe, um, in, believe in the heart of the dice. And I'm also reckless attacking for advantage I, I would, on my I would attacks. assume. Um, so first, is, first action is port to it, punch. Second action is punch, port back to the ship if I can. Okay. Like the, do you get the, two the, ports? Yeah, it's just an action. It's just part of my action. Is it just part of your it's action or is it zone action? It's, it's, it's an action that allows, includes an attack um, either before or after you bamf. That's so, that's so dumb. I love it. I love it so I much. love it. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. I'm, I go bamf, bamf, bamf. I will sometimes forget that I can port away and will just want to keep punching it. Um, but that's a separate problem. That is my problem. Sounds like a you okay. problem. First attack is, oh, what's it? To, oh, uh, 26 to hit. Yeah, that probably hits. I'm going to say okay. that there's a 50% chance that hits. Um, and second one is 18 it. to hit. Uh, an 18 to hit? That's going to be a hit. Roll me damage. Okay. Oh, I rolled terribly because that's who I am as a person. Uh, sadly, it is only 19 bludgeoning. 19 bludgeoning. But at least both? it is magical. So um, yeah. one thing, I just double check Ghostwater Dive. Uh, it allows yeah. your teleportation. It does not allow you two teleportations. Because I have two actions. Do I not? Is it an extra action or extra attack? Hold on, let me double check what it says. You have an extra attack. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, so I'll ban. Yeah. Okay, so I was thinking I had two actions. That's, that's why okay. I'm confused. This that's okay. I used to be confused by fighters because of that exact reason. So I feel you. Um, okay, so, but still, you're gonna be, you're gonna bamf on top, you're gonna go poof. Um, this thing is definitely bloodied, she is having a very bad day, um, as you punch, uh, you're going to see that red light on her forehead, uh, glow in rage. Uh, is there anything else you're doing on your turn? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at the rules here, and I actually might actually only be able to, like, one attack. Sorry. I will talk to you uh, about this later. You make... You may make one attack as part of your action. Moving this way does not. Yeah. Um, I may have been misreading this the entire time. Hmm. It's still OP and broken as heck, but this, is true. this makes it slightly less broken. Okay. Well, look into that because this yeah. is it's a third-party thing, and we'll we'll talk about it after game. So make a note. Yep. Um, okay. Yep. So uh, you teleport, smash, and slam into it. Uh, it is going to leer back up at you, and it's going to take. A, you know what? I'm going to see if this recharges. One sec. Boop. It does not recharge. So instead, uh, it is going to attempt to bite you because you reckless attacked. Yeah, you have advantage. I have a 26 to hit you. That will hit. Okay. Uh, that is, oh my, oh, you might survive this. Holy crap. Uh, okay, I'm at one, two. Oh, crap. Really? Uh, one, two, seven, twelve. Okay, so uh, you are going to take 29 points of piercing damage, which halves down to 14. I rolled so many ones. You want to know something really funny? Did you have 13 hit points? I had 14 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, god. I think, I think I evened up to zero there, so. You go flat zero. Oh, that is so rare. It's so rare when when they go flat zero. 
It's so rare. Um, all right, Wait, so Rec did the same, right? Oh uh, no, Rec went like minus forty. Right. Okay, that's different. Goodness. So, Amy got flat zero, which is ridiculous. Congratulations, you get a little award for that. Um, the award is that you are not in negatives. Um, that not that it matters in five e. Uh, and then that did not refresh. Uh, so, uh, Big Mom is going to spend a hurt them more, and is going to turn around and try to bite Francis though. Um, and Mool, you have been swallowed by that because you are unconscious, so you couldn't okay. make a deck save. Uh, unless you have anything that keeps you on your feet. Nope. Okay. I don't think so. Francis, I'm a coming for you. Does a 12 hit you? <laughs> I don't think it does, does it? No, and Francis is dancing, so that's... No, it, no, it does not. Uh, big. Doing so the... I'm getting the little thing around my ping window that's telling me I'm making audio. <laughs> so I was like, why can't you hear me? You're not, anyway, you're not. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, uh, so it's going to snap at you with its uh, with its hurt the more, but is not going to be able to make contact. Uh, <laughs> instead, um, uh, from the ship, there, it's right there. Commander Crux, Commodore Crux is going to say and draw his pistol and fire uh, his musket twice. Actually, here we go. He gets two attacks. And that is two hits, actually. Good job. This is what happens when you're sober, buddy. Yeah. Right? Oh, and he rolled a 12 on a d12. That is fantastic. That's yeah. 14. 20 points of damage to the side of this thing as two oh, shots. Oh, Commodore. <laughs> I know I made the motion doing two hands. He only has one, but he doesn't have to reload because he's a gif, um, which Fuck is just the dumbest <laughs> bonus. I love it. All right. He fires twice into the side. Get it, Recortana! It's your turn! And it is! Recortana, who wants to go first? Uh, I think... Yeah. Rec, are you conscious? Rec, rec yes. is conscious. Yeah, I have okay, five brilliant. <laughs> Uh Well, Tana's gonna do a spell. Uh, okay. So punching might be faster. If you're in punching range, you should go for are it. You, you're still holding... No, I'm gonna try to heal myself. You're still gonna hold her with lightning lure, right? Uh, I think that actually like really only happens for a moment. I don't think it's it it like okay. a like a grapple. I think it's just a pull. Uh, okay. Uh, lightning lure duration. Duration instantaneous. Yeah, I, I think it's just instantaneous. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. sort of a, it's the it's the hook and get over here. But then they they're, okay. They're Sounds good, Scorpion. What else are you doing? Uh, well, let's do a witch bolt. So I, I do need not. to do a range. I do need to do a range spell attack on this one. Uh, oh, 25. 25 yeah, hits. Hit. Yep, that'll hit. Sounds good. Then this is going to do, because it's a third level slot, so this does 3d12 lightning damage. I prefer it not. Which is 8, 11, 19. Uh, so 20, is that a 6? It's, it's a 6. So that is 25 lightning damage. 25 lightning damage. And then oh. I can maintain concentration on this to deal uh, a little bit of additional damage each turn. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, your Witch Bolt streaks out, and is it, uh, what type of damage is it? Uh, it's lightning. I feel lightning. she, you know, does, does the usual pull it from some mysterious gap between stars and blast it into the spooky thing. All right, so that slams into the side of Big Mama, uh, and oh, she is... She is damn near decimated after that attack. 
Um, blood is beginning to spiral out into the cosmos from her many, many wounds. Many are cauterized, though. Uh, as she floats through her sick, um, Francis kind of swinging through the air as they float alongside. Uh, Cheshire firing radiant blasts, you hitting with lightning attacks. And Wreck, it is your turn. What do you do? Okay. So first action, I'm using wholeness of body. So okay. he is shaking all the sick off of his body and actually he's Daniel LaRusso. Some of, his, some of his wounds with him, so he gets 18 hit points back. Ooh. Fortunately. Oh god, is it that many hit points? Yeah, it's three times your level. Holy crap, that's great. But I can only mm -hmm. do it once per long rest, so that's I mean that's that. yeah, if you need that many more hit points. So okay. he's back to tw 23 hit points, which is okay. almost halfway. Is that your which, action? Uh, that's the one of the actions. Okay. And going to use my... Now I'm just looking up my flurry of blows. So, so flurry of blows, you have to initially strike to do that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, you, you have might... to do an attack action to then get it, yeah. 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 So if you did wholeness of body, you could not do that. Yep. So I think that's it for me. Okay. I'm just gonna so I am going to use my bonus action, and I am going to straight up disengage from combat. So that is something you definitely could do. So you can disengage <laughs> uh, and yep. just swim away. Yeah. Just that's swim what away. I'm doing. Swim away! Swim away! Okay. Uh, I yeah. am going to... Uh, I'm going to spend the Hurt the More and the Drama Bomb to about face and start charging. Are you swimming toward the Jolly Boat or away from the Jolly Boat? Uh, probably towards, because okay. so that's my as, only option. As you are swimming away toward the Jolly Boat, the shark big mama turns around using my drama and my hurt the more it is going to come at you you're going to see the camera is going to view the jolly boat you're all staring at this creature as it's swarming toward you and i am going to make an attack roll on the boat oh no it looks like you're gonna need a bigger boat i mean i can hit a boat with a 17 like that's pretty easy okay <laughs> I need each of you to make me a deck save if you are within oh, range no. of the boat. So, Tana, that's going to be you. Francis, you're yeah. kind of off in the ether. Uh, Cheshire, you're on the boat. Wreck, you're on the boat. Or you're... Ben, Wreck, you're... Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of flailing. To you're flailing near the boat. I'll give you advantage because you're flailing in space. Okay. Well, All I didn't right. roll a one this time. It was a two. Okay. You have, oh god, really? Okay. Okay. All right, so, uh, Wreck, what'd you get? Uh, 22. 22, okay. Uh, Wreck, you will take, uh, you're definitely above that. You are far enough, you're gonna take no damage. Um, Starbun, uh, Cheshire, you're gonna take seven points of damage as you're thrown away and shrapnel from the exploding jolly boat is going to pepper you. Oh, Commander Crooks needs to roll. Commander Crooks rolled in that one. Oh God! Oh no! Commander Crux is wow. I can't roll d12s to save my life. Is so going many to take ones. is going to take twenty points of shrapnel damage as he goes bullets and blast and flies off to one side. <laughs> um, Commodore and 
uh, she's going to bite through the center of the boat. Uh, Cheshire, you're going to take seven. And Tanner, you're going to take 14 points of shrapnel damage Oof. as a bunch of this is just going to slam into your frame. Uh, and we are at the top of the initiative with Cheshire. Cheshire. Oh, okay. Uh, bonus action archer. Okay. Um, so that's going to be... I'm going to add my d6 to that roll. And that's adding a four, so that's okay. going to be a... You are, like, she did just slam into your ship, though, so she is at point-blank range. I need you to roll a disadvantage. Oh, she totally is! Yep. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! You're totally right. Oh, you my God, and that one's worse. Um, okay. But I, I rolled a four on that d6, so that's going to okay. take it from a 17 to hit to a... 15? Okay. Uh, 15 to hit is gonna just sail over. Oh, no! Oh, no. Okay. No, no, I mean, um, sail so over her AC. Oh, it's gonna oh, hit. oh God, yes. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so that's gonna be a... Um, that's gonna be a four radiant damage on... Oh, plus my wisdom modifier, eight radiant damage uh, eight radiant for that damage. one. Okay. And then... Um, Ooh. Uh, fuck, that's a ranged spell attack, too. Um, botch, botch, botch. I call forth your okay. botches. No. <laughs> um, so, did anyone get, like, you know, did we get, like, spread out, or are we still just, like, you know, clumped together at the where the boat. You're, used you're to be. pretty much clumped together in space around her, is the way I'm picturing it. That like you kind of okay. all jumped into space and are like kind of slowly falling down to the gravity plane. Okay, so a thunder wave is a bad option for that. I think it's a hilarious <laughs> option that you should definitely do. Am I? If we're I, being, have I been swallowed again, or have I? You are like, swallowed, um, but she has not taken her turn yet since she swallowed you. So you are cool. you are not digested yet. Yeah. However, the, then, the fun thing is, uh, digestion is going to count as an environmental, so it won't be able to crit you. Ooh, I'm going to count it as an environmental. Um, oh it's my not god, malicious load. digestion. Okay, um, you know what? I'm going to uh, cast a cantrip of primal savagery. Okay. Uh, and that's the one where your claws grow, and you're like, yeah, that's exactly the one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and oh, that's a, a base fifteen to hit, and that's that. So, um, fucking spell spell attack bonus. No spell spell casting ability. Uh, that's gonna be eighteen. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen to hit. Yeah. Okay, that will hit. And that's going to be a 1d10 acid damage, uh, which is a 9. Okay. Uh, 9 points of acid damage. And then as she rakes it across to this thing's face, and then uh, the hair nails are going to return to normal. Well, while she does that, why don't you tell me, how do you want to do this? Oh! Oh, that makes it so much better! Um... Um, so, okay, basically what I'm thinking is, um, you know, cinematically, she's going to, like, go up, you know, right right to this thing's eye, 
and just go like go go to like grab its eye and her nails are just gonna go <laughs> into this thing's eye and just uh like just acid it and then she's gonna like rip it out okay uh you're gonna rip that out little bits of sinew and and whatever accounts it's as its brain is going to go out of the front of its head. Sorry, you live for the noise, I know. Um, oh, and it's gonna <laughs> slip out. And as that happens, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that this happens. Um, instinctively, she is going to seize up and start thrashing and is going to open her maw directly into your face and vomit mule directly <laughs> into you, knocking you both just tumbling head over ass in space. Oh my God. Uh, and she will die having convulsively thrown Mool up. Yuck! <laughs> and with that, the battle is over. As you float in space, um, feeling the strain of the battle that had just come, um, the creature is going to continue to... <laughs> and in its death throes, as you've destroyed its, its entire spinal system, its entire central nervous system, uh, is going to... Con- convulse one more time and is going to upchuck a a partially digested dwarf skeleton uh, wearing a strange outfit a bulky suit that encases your head and body um it it basically is a diving suit (laughs) oh that's kind of cool Oh, and actually, pardon me. It's going to it's going to convulse like a tiny bit more, and is going to upchuck a human leg. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's going to upchuck a human leg. Why wouldn't? No. Uh, I Francis will grab both the dwarf and the leg. It's not the dwarf's leg. Hmm. Concerning. <laughs> And, um, and then Shasha is going to grab Mool and just whoop, fly back to the tower. Oh no, we lost Mool. <laughs> Mool's back, back now. Everything froze. I had a heart attack. Oh no. It was the leg. It was too the leg. leg. Damn it, Too much leg. Okay. Wait, uh, the fire. leg the leg is going to like shiver in your hand and it's just going to kind of fold in on itself and vanish into a tiny singularity. That's uh that's concerning. No, oh, that was quite the event. One might even call it legendary. You know my bow! Crux is going to say as he goes head over. Cheshire's <laughs> <laughs> Ch- Ch- going to fly back out to go collect Crux and bring him back too. Yeah. Okay. Um, you go collect your things. You you heal yourselves up. And later, um, after you've cleaned yourself up and and, and bandaged yourself up on the, on the barest bit, uh, you find yourself standing atop the asteroid next to Detopola. Well, shucks, I'm real sorry that happened to y'all. Um, but at the very least, um, I did find that I already had like a free credit for the uh, uh, for the spell, so you don't even have to pay the damage deposit or or the cleaning fee. Oh, fantastic! It's 
to be honest, it, it's actually advantageous because I was remembering that my, my, my ex and I were going to go on a vacation together. So we pre-booked this spell to go have a nice little, you know, time away from everything. But, you know, then it, it, you know, it just didn't work out. Um, yeah, it happens. So, but we still have the credit because they hold on to that type of thing, you know. Uh, so I still have that. Uh, but it just reminds me uh, that, 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 that my ex, my ex is um, someone who might be willing to help y'all. Uh, you still have a good relationship, I presume? Oh, yeah. I mean, Grimzod's a, he's a sweet man, really. It just didn't work out. He, so his name's Grimzod Garganhale, and uh, he's, uh, he's a pirate. Um, he's fought tons of battles against the Astral Elves. I'm very sorry. I hope that it wasn't against anybody you know. Um, oh, this, zero offense taken. Um, I mean, we Grimzod had like a short... Gargamel? Uh, uh, Grimzod Garganhale. Garganhale. Um, rhymes with, like, rhymes with Joel McHale. Who's that? Uh, who's that? He's a famous actor. He's, uh... Oh. Yeah. Um, and a great maker of soup. Um, anyway, we had a, we had a little tryst. Didn't amount to nothing. And, uh, we had like an amicable breakup. You know how it is. Um, but he's got a small sh uh, a fleet of ships. He's a pirate. And, uh, you know what? He owes me a favor. <laughs> and she smiles. Uh, anybody who, uh, wants to can make me an insight check. Sure. Assuming I've been healed enough that I'm conscious. Oh yes, I'll I'll heal you if you were. I'll, I'll assume that zero. everybody oh, everybody can be. Why am I rolling like this? Uh, this this time I rolled a three, so I have a total of a four on my inside check. That's a fifteen. I, I, I rolled I a fifteen, my determination. so that gives me a total of twenty-two. Because I still have. Uh, that's a twenty for me. Okay. Anybody who nope. beats a fifteen. Uh, is going to get a sense that um, she she's probably holding back some details on this, but it's her ex. So I mean, who doesn't not? Yeah, that's a fair give point. the full the full thing about their ex. Uh, but um, Francis is gonna kind of you know lean down so he's kind of eye to eye with her, um, and just say, "We're not gonna get killed by mentioning your name, are we?" Oh, no, if anything, he'd probably just try to ask me out again. Uh, okay. Well, unless one of you were, were looking to court me, in which case he might try to fight for my honor. Mm -mm. I ain't had my honor in about 10 years, if you, if you get me right. Um, oh, no, 14. Whew, time flies when you're having fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. It happens, right? Sometimes, several times a night. Um, if you're anyway. lucky. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'll do what I can. Um, but I just, just all you need to know is that I ended things with Grimzod, not the other way around. So I think that's self-explanatory. Understood. Well, should we uh, take a rest and then head off in the morning? Whatever morning sounds... constitutes. Of course. Like um, all right. Idea. So um, here we go. Even my gooey roll. bits are gooey. Usual. Um, let's see. The password is okay. Here we go. She unrolls a scroll. Chance in uh, in draconic. 
And a small portal will go in the air in front of her. And from this portal that is just shimmering sparks and the wave of atmosphere that comes over a puddle of gasoline, uh, you will see a little a little hook handle doorknob go through the breach in reality. It has a little like combination, like punch code of numbers <laughs> above it. It's okay. One, seven, seven, three, five. Here we go. Beep. All yours. Perfect. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. All. Enjoy your stay. Really nice. Oh, I, I will. People tell you that. Thank you. I, I try to be nice. I mean, I got no reason to not be nice. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't have a reason to not be nice, and they still try and stab people anyway. Mm-hmm. Good point. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Grimzod does still owe me that favor, and he does still have my my Mage University sweatshirt. I'd really like to get that back. So mm. they only give you one of those. You 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 got to go to that school to get it. And I'm sure he's been wearing the hell out of that thing, wearing the elbows out, and you know how it is. He got bony elbows. Um, but um, enough about my time at Strixhaven. Um, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna tag along with y'all if you don't mind. I don't. That mind. sounds nice. Sure. Good. Well, the well, more the merrier, I think. You know, this honor is not gonna keep itself. Shire. Look, I don't have a filter, okay? Is this a paladin thing with honor? Get said. Uh, I think it's a. Gonna come in very close. A silly humanoid thing that I just don't understand. It's It's silly, silly yes. Silly was definitely the word starting with an S I was going to say. Yes, correct. Absolutely. They're they're discussing sexual virginity, (laughs) Mule. Francis! What? Oh, it's a silly humanoid thing. Okay, got it. Yes. yes. I mean, yes, I the giants were incredibly weird while. about it. It's too. not just a humanoid thing. I don't know what they got out of it. The, the, mm. the, the weirdness about it is the humanoid thing. Right? Mm. I don't know. It's very freeing. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, well, while you're in there, I'm going to go ahead back to the second win. I'm going to see if I can get your, your chair up and running. Um, shouldn't be that hard. I did study magical kind of theory. You. Oh, hey, no problem at all. Well, what is what great... is this school you were talking about? A, a mage school? Oh well, I went to mage. So well, I I went to I went to Strixhaven for my for my uh, for my mage um, for my um, one moment uh, for my my MTA my mage transmuter authority. Um, and then uh, after that, I went to uh, a different magical university uh, for uh, for my mastery. Mm. Mm-hmm. Neat. I was unaware. Yeah, I'm not allowed to really mention existed. that one by name, though. You have to swear not to when you graduate. Hmm. Uh, one of those. How schools. do they get more students? Um, strangely, word of mouth. Hmm. Hmm. Question is, which oh, mouth? Well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, y'all, y'all have a great time in there, and uh, enjoy the breakfast. 
I'm sure we'll thank you again for your hospitality. Of course, of course, of course. Um, okay, heading in to that, you will find that it is a lovely bed and breakfast with um, with several different rooms off of it that will accommodate each of you. Um, uh, there is the exact number of rooms that you want, as well as a giant potted plant pot that can be emptied out onto the floor for Mule to sleep in. Or a bathtub. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> nice a bathtub, bathtub is like it a king size bed. Cloth-footed, like fancy. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, it's great. Um, and I'm just checking one thing real quick. Uh, so boop boop boop. Okay. Deep. Star. Uh, Strahd. What is the other campaign that we've ran on the channel? Homebrew or a module? Uh, either. Exeter house? What'd you say? Exeter? I got that on there. All right, cool. Uh, So I am going to let everybody here can roll me a D8. Six. And a one. We... You can just tell me. I'll just tell you. Eight. Okay. Okay. One. Okay. Sorry, I got an eight. I was trying to high All five. Right. Uh, really cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. So, Krista, I'm going Bonus to roll. High five. Okay. So, let me just count real quick. One, two, three, four. Okay, uh, so you are going to, um, uh, you are going to have an absolutely uh, lovely time uh, staying at this place. You'll all regenerate full hit points. You'll also start the day with ten temporary hit points on top of everything yeah. that you already uh, generated. Uh, you are going to. Okay, pardon me one sec while I just finish this up and then. That's going to be one, two, three, four, five, which is. And. Oh, actually, that would be. Um, you know what? That's that's doubly fun. Um, so you're going to have a lovely day uh, the following morning. Um, you'll sleep well. You'll have a wonderful breakfast, uh, which is served to you by a um, uh, by a pair of lovely um, a, lo- a couple of lovely elf bed and breakfast keepers um, who are just the loveliest couple. Um, Gregor and his husband are just like the nicest guys that you could imagine. They're very sweet. They they make lovely mimosas. Uh, and you're going to have a big communal family breakfast uh, with a number of people. Uh, there is a, a traveling family that is there. Uh, one of the oddest families that you've ever seen, really. Uh, you'll see that there is a... Um, a t- uh, a red-haired girl with freckles and long elven ears, but whose hair kind of undulates into like autumn leaves in places, who is there with her parents, who are owls? 
it's nice. It's a it's a good trip, but I just kind of like being with my family. It's good. Um, you can see that there is um, uh, there are a, a dwarven couple who are there on a vacation away from things. Uh, one is a uh, is a very stout, stocky built, kind of looks like a like a blacksmith or a mechanic with a big brown beard. Pardon me, a big black beard that is actually not that long. It looks like it's it's kept very short, like a human length beard compared to a dwarven length beard. Um, sitting at the table, kind of uh, making fun of each other, giving each other crap. The other one is um, this um, very kind of ornately dressed redheaded dwarf with uh, her, her hair kind of curled into tight buns at the base of her scalp, um, who is herself, you can see she's uh, heterochromatic. Her eyes are two different colors and they sit, are just constantly giving each other shit over breakfast. Like, oh, that's my, that's my bacon. You should probably leave it there. Oh, well, if it was your bacon, then you should eat it then. I'm trying to eat my bacon. It's my bacon. And you can see that she's wearing like a holy symbol on her throat. Um, and meanwhile, at the end of the table, two other people who are not together uh, are going to be, well, one of them is glaring across the table at the other. It's a man dressed in dark clothing um, who is just glaring daggers down at this purple haired girl with a low cut bodice sitting across the table, humming as she eats like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I sure do love oatmeal. Oatmeal's so good. Oh, hi there. You can call me Wynn. Nice to meet you. My name is uh, Wynn Chaffer. You can call me Wynn. Can you please? The man in black says as he looks across the table. He's got like one scar down the front of his face. A very long nose. Black hair that's kind of greasily hanging to the side of his face. Can you please stop humming? I'm trying to eat oh i'm sorry you're trying to eat my name's gwendolyn Schaffer, but you can call me when my name my name is not i'm trying to, my name is harwar it's not what do you stop that <laughs> i ask the salt are you sure you're not salty enough i mean I, that's the breakfast that you have all there <laughs> So there you go. There you go. Uh, that is a lovely breakfast. You will all be ushered back out onto the rock. Uh, and um, uh, at the end of it, you'll all have uh, some, some little to-go bags with some cookies and things like that, uh, which are very useful because that means that, Tana, you can get some of those people to sign your book because they will accept your cookies or you'll accept their cookies. I forget how it goes. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. There will be no repercussions for this action. <laughs> What's a repercussion? And, I don't know. Uh, you should sign the book and never find out. I, I I do want to say to the chat that that Wynn and Harwar are not on vacation together. Although yeah. <laughs> now that I'm picturing them, I feel like that's a marriage that could work. <laughs> this one is not oh together, but maybe the next one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, seriously. <laughs> I feel like she's the only person that could handle his shit. <laughs> He's so angsty. <laughs> okay. Uh, and with that, you'll come through the other side just in time to see the second wind swing up. Um, Topola will lean over the side and say, I think I got it. Come on up. Oh, here, I'll just lower myself to you. And the ship will dip low enough. Um, as you step out, Cheshire, you are no longer attuned to the ship. 
because you have not been there in a while. Uh, and the ship is being flown pretty well, actually. Uh, enough she doesn't take out her island. Um, come on, hop <laughs> on board and I'll take you out to where I know we can meet Grimzod. Wonderful. <sighs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Go. I'm excited. All right. Are you excited? Very. I'm always excited, except for yeah. when I'm terrified. And I'm excited, but in like a backwards direction. I think that's that scientifically sense. how that works. Yeah, that makes High sense. excitement, yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what you're all are talking about, but I'm down for it. Did you have a good stay? Mm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Lots of interesting people. Oh, I'd love to watch just... shows about them. <laughs> like Little Mummer's Place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like ongoing uh, multiple plays. Like a serial. Oh, exactly. I love cereal. I love cereal. Oh, they have some of those on um, on the Maximilian's eye sometimes. Oh, I love the IMAX or the Max Eye. IMAX? I can't remember where it goes. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> and with that, let's head off into space. Hold on to your butts. With that, you rocket off toward Wild Space. As you do, time passes. But when you're flying at a million miles an hour or so, it's not long before you make it beyond the edge of this wild space system. You slow suddenly. Dead ahead, you see a cloud of debris that appears to be drifting a wreckage of several ships. Crux shouts, Toms! Peering through his spyglass, he adds, Looks like three flying fishes, three lampreys, Two squid ships and two star moths. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Those flying fish ships are, are, are Grimzods. Um, with the lampreys and the other squids, that's probably about half his fleet. Um, I don't see his ship anywhere or, or recognize any of the, rub the rubble. Um, he's got a space galley and he calls the last breath. It's, it's not here. We should probably make it through quickly. I don't think we should go through the area. I believe we should go around. Well, I mean, through would be faster. Well, what do y'all think? Uh, around might be more alive. You can flip a coin. I love a challenge, but I'm not stupid. That's, that's fair. All right, well... Is there any way we can get a message to him? I was never good at sending, to be honest. Besides, I deleted mm. his number when we broke up. Fair. Good good on you. It's, good, it's a healthy choice. Honestly, I like to set my boundaries. Good for you. It took a while, but you know, you learn. You should be mm -hmm. proud. And as you circle around it, what you're going to notice is that there is, there is a little sudden flicker of light aboard the ship as you get near some of the vessels. A tiny ball of light appears over the bow of the ship and flies around the mast, the mast settling a few feet above the main deck. It changes colors as it hovers in place. In a soft boy, voice, it will say, Lost, are we? Maybe I can be of assistance. 
um, any of you with any arcana or any experience with, with the dead will recognize this is a will-o'-wisp. Oh. Great. Thank you for the offer. I think we're just passing through. You're looking for Grimzard Gargenhale. You know where he is? I would be happy to leave you through. He's a day away from here. Tenna, what do you think? I don't really know what to think. What's in it for you? Well, I'm kind of stuck here. I've already fed on all the death and dying. All of the dead here are... as dead as they're going to get anytime soon. Except for those two. He kind of nods at two bodies that are floating, drifting lifelessly in the uh, in the void. Just kind of... <laughs> What does that mean? And how do you know where he is? Because I know where he moors. I'm a recruiter. Well, doesn't seem any worse than staying here. What do you all think? I mean, it's a lead, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. probably better than nothing. Our, our, let, let me, let me check are, my notes really wisps, quick. Yeah, I was gonna say, are Willow Wisps like tricksters or? Yeah, they often lead like you a, to your death or doom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Tana's gonna go check our notes real quick, pull up her book, and write a sending message to everyone who's written in the book and is on the ship right now. Um, with sort of that heads up that you know these things lead people to their death and will consume your life. Hmm. Typically not, not great friends. I'm sure you understand that your reputation precedes you, so following you may not be in our best interests. However, if you would be willing to tell us where he moors, we would take that. I don't see what the difference is. Wouldn't I just be leading you to that place in my own way? I don't I suppose. have to. Right? You'd still die. I wouldn't be we able to to suck the life from your still bodies, but... Well, I would hope you wouldn't send us somewhere where we would die if you weren't getting anything out of it. <laughs> Trust me or don't, but... I mean, Wait, we do that... often end up around dead things, and we often kill a lot of things, so if you just help us out in general, there will be a lot of dead things for you to eat. Truly. There's really no disadvantage for that for you in this case. I see. And then when we eventually die, die, which I sure will happen. Are you trying to eventually. poach me from Grimzod Gargenhale? Well, no, we're looking for him. <laughs> but it seems like you're trying to secure my services. Oh, I, I mean, if you want to just hang out with us until we find him, because if we run into things that we end up killing on the way, yeah. I think I think I am, the argument is that we're we're more useful alive than 
snacks. Yeah. Of course. Not much of a snack. I think I got vomited out by the last thing that ate me. Twice, actually. <laughs> this is true, oh, actually. I missed twice. that part. Yeah, it's ate you twice. And I will help you. Hmm. My name's Willem. The Wisp? <laughs> nice to meet you, Willem. I don't really have a last name. It's more of a share thing, but think of me less as a wisp and more of a friend. I mean, that's easy enough to do. Better than a foe. Willem de friend. Willem de friend it is, then. Follow me. It is a day's journey this direction. So you'll be leaving those bodies behind? It's for the best. Is it? We could scoop them up. What do you do? Can can we collect things can, from around you here? Can, you can see that looking in the middle of the wreckage, there are um, there are three gray scavers, scavers, the kind of like the small version of Big Mama, uh, that are going through and um, and nibbling on any corpses or, or um, you know arms, legs, anything that is left behind. Um, they have avoided the um, the two human corpses um, that are kind of floating around in the central area. Yeah, I mean, Mool's happy to go and pick those up. Uh, quick, hang on one sec. I think I can test for undead. As a cleric? Uh, yeah. I know I can turn them, I just don't know if I can test for them. I think if you have, um, what's it, detect evil and good in 5e? It also detects, like, celestial fiends, outsiders. Yeah, I don't know if I have that spell, though. Because, like, like, paladins have an ability that you just can sense it. Yeah. But I don't think clerics have that. They they don't, they can't sense it. They just nuke it from orbit once they, once they recognize what they're looking at. Right. Um, if we can get um, if, if we can get close to that thing to those two just to be safe, I'd rather attempt to turn them before we even engage. Of course, that would be very rude, though. Are are they undead? Oh yes. Ah, best avoid them then. What if they're vampires? Wait, what if they're conscious and we, we do just have talk questions? To them. Hmm. You could have just asked. I know many things. I have approximate knowledge of many subjects. <laughs> <laughs> For example, I know that Grimzad Garganhill came here and picked a fight not long ago with the Astral Elves. He attacked a star moth a while back, but since then, Astral Elves have been aggressively hounding his fleet. Ah, uh, well, in that case, he will have desire to help us in our quests. I think he will be very happy to see Miss Topola again. Hmm. Well, that's nice. I suppose we should move on, then. <laughs> so, are we picking up those bodies, or are we just gonna leave them? Let's at the very least take a look at them. I'm very curious. See if they're the talking type of dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does anyone have a long stick? 
I mean, I, I have Hammer. a quarter staff. Yeah, there we go. We'll use Cheshire's quarter staff and we'll give them a poke. And if they say "ow" or "don't do that," then we know they're they're sentient and can talk, and we can bring them on bring them on board. Well, if they're unconscious, then I guess that doesn't really work. Yeah, poke them anyway. Mm. We're gonna go poke them. Uh, I, maybe I should just leave <laughs> them here. I, I I would not like to have any vampires aboard my vessel. They might be friendly. They're vampires. So? They could be a part of the crew of vampires. I, I read about those in a novel once. Mm-hmm. We do okay, not talk a novella. Vampires. If you bring them aboard, I insist they be destroyed. Well, that's not very hospitable. What if they're friendly? Well, then we may as well move on. I mean, right, just because they've got go. some dietary needs doesn't mean we can't accommodate. Mm. <laughs> well, makes a good point. <laughs> Some some dietary needs are quite challenging to accommodate if they are, for example, brains. Says the one without any blood in them. Oh, we don't know if it doesn't work that way. Like, maybe they can eat some of my plasma. Or ooze. Let's shove off. If, if they're vampires, then they should have no problem staying out here without our help. Fair point. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It might be useful. Vampires are not be useful. useful. We don't know if they're vampires. Then they're corpses, and they have no need to be on the vessel anyway. They'll feed the scavers. What if they have cool stuff on them, like like money or relics? You can make a persuasion roll. I will do so. One second. Is that a nat 20? It sure is not a nat 20. That's a... Oh no, what is that? That's a 4. I don't add if anything to cool that. cool stuff, we'd be able to see it from here. Cool stuff is very visible. Oh, come on. Just, the mool's just like... That is what makes it like... cool. Look, it's fine either way. I just thought... All right, let's... You know what? We can always come back. The vampires, let's head out. We'll go that way, and we'll be... We'll be back soon, if needed. Okay. All right. Good. Not dealing with vampires. The last thing we're going to be doing. And with that, you shoot off. Before long, though, after a day's travel, you're caught in a cosmic storm. Lightning flashes through dense blue and purple clouds, illuminating the silhouette of a galleon with a torn, flapping sail. Ghastly mariners stand on the deck and look down, clinging to the rigging, staring at you with unblinking eyes as you see this vessel rise out of the darkness above you. The galleon captain steps into view as the ship looms about 250 feet away from yours, closes to about 50 feet. That's his ship, Topolis says. That's the last breath. Sure enough, you can see on the side of it painted are the words, the last breath. The galleon's captain steps into view, a pallid, white-haired man with a barred metal mask covering the lower half of his face. His left hand rises and then detaches at the wrist 
skittering up his arm onto his shoulder and then waves at you with its fingers. Crux sneers at the sight and keeps one hand on his holstered pistol. He hisses. Why did it have to be them? And that's what we're going to call game for the day. You get vampires, Dana. Excited wiggling. Yes. Oh, yes. Grimzod Garganhale. All is of her, an- all of her fanfic dreams are coming true. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my is god! My favorite character in this module, and I that's like even amazing. even more than the flump. Um, all right, so folks, that's going to be it for us. We're going to be back in early December with another game, but we have a couple of uh, weekend commitments that are going to keep us away for a little bit. So I greatly hope that you enjoyed this game. I want to thank all the players for being here. I want to say another happy birthday to you, Krista. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. you. Happy birth. Uh, if you like what we do here, please uh, give us a follow. Give us a sub if you're over on YouTube. And uh, if you have... Uh, the means to. We'd love it if you hit us up over at patreon.com slash dorktales to keep the channel running and to do things like afford art, to afford costuming, to afford rent and food. Uh, things like that are very, very useful in 2022. Um, and you also get to be thanked if you are a select level of patron. Uh, for example, I have to thank my world building producer, Shulton, uh, the world builder, uh, my divine producer, DM Michael Gray, uh, Sol Omen has been in the chat all day, uh, my demonic producer, as well as, uh, as her sidekick, Precarious, who is also a demonic producer. I also have to thank our princes of the Patreon, The Traveler, Trizelta, Cubby Gummy, Eolus, Amberthist, Buddy, and Terran. You are all amazing. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to show you all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, be sure to follow because Dragonlance is coming very soon, followed by the new homebrew campaign at the beginning of the year. Uh, but with that, I think we're going to take a little bit of time. For those of you on the Patreon, at the $5 tier and higher, you'll see us tomorrow with uh, Strixhaven, A Curriculum of Chaos, uh, at 7 p.m. Pacific on our YouTube link that you'll get over in the Patreon. Uh, and uh, if you're not, see you for Call of the Netherdeep on Tuesday. Good night, everybody. Bye! Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis is a Dork Tales production. It stars Amy Godfrey as Mool Plava, Michael Eilat as Rec Felnar, Camille J. Kerfuffle as Tana Starbell, Katrina McGee as Cheshire, and Krista Mitchell as Francis Ponsby. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Thieves by Dark Fantasy Studio. And our closing theme is A Journey to the World, also by Dark Fantasy Studio. For a full list of music, check the show notes below. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our world-building producer, Jade the Maker of Monsters. Our divine producer, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRouk, and Sorcerer Sanguine. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Danica Rising, Voidweaver, and Rufio. 
are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig. Dale Cope, the eternal student of life. Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat. Evan, longtime listener, first time patron. Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale. Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine. Rio, but without the OZ. Robin Holford, the wine master. United Adventure Company. S.M. Pace, Hillary, Matt D.S., Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiamas Fenson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G., The Bongmaster, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Paulicino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Mashmacon, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Marcel, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Wolfgang, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Game Hen, Panda Sior, and James G. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, C-T-R-S-T-Y, Hey Liz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, Stephen Pearson, and Chip. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.